0: Oh, I, banged, I banged everyone in the Witcher. The, the main story, <laughs> yeah. So did I. The main I tricked st- the system. I got Triss and Yennefer. Bam. I don't think there was anything groundbreaking it, in how they told a story in The Witcher. Like, so I wasn't no, really. I'm not really su- well done. I'm not really surprised story. by yeah. what Trip is yeah. saying. Like, I'm, I I haven't been surprised by anything that anybody's saying. In fact, I can praise this game while simultaneously giving it the the worst critique ever by making this statement. This game, there's a good game in this game world, but the game world is unfinished.
1: Welcome, everybody, to 2021 and another brand new episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Trip Zero. I'm here with Felix Hergood. Hey, how you doing? This is Felix Hergood. I'm good, man. I'm here with Lock and Key. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And I'm here with Neo Ioshi. Hey, how are you doing? What's up everyone? We are here uh, for the first show of 2021 and uh, we are going to do our game of the year from 2020 because we never got a chance to wrap this up at the end of December. Uh, A couple things we're going to hit right off the bat first of all really really quickly uh we are eight subscribers away from 100 on youtube so go there follow so we can get our own url and uh do it, make it, do, it easier do it to do it. our content and do things uh in the future going forward uh second thing um today's uh january 6th 2021 and uh we had a uh, attempted coup on the government so um uh obviously it was a very tense day we just wanted to say uh as a podcast here I, i'm pretty sure we're uh crystal clear on our stances uh, throughout the year as a lot of other events uh, have happened in uh, one of the most historic years that I think the country has seen, let alone the fact that we were a part of that all. Um, but we're an open space. We are supportive of Black Lives. They Matter. Uh, yep. Trans Lives. Uh, LGBTQIA. Anyone who needs a safe space, we are there for you. We uh, We don't condone any of the actions that people took today and think it's actually appalling that people uh acted so violently on the basis of literally conspiracy theories and uh it's also pretty disgusting how a group of white uh privileged uh terrorists was treated better than the black lives matter supporters over the beginning of the summer so i couldn't believe it just wanted to put that out there Crystal clear. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy that, you can unfollow and listen. <laughs> but you know,
0: oh, eight games we're, we're games well, so, at heart. Unless you guys so. don't want to add
1: anything, but just no, get out and, you know. No, that was
0: concise. That's fine. I'm not. There's no point in beating around the bush.
1: No, Con- not anymore. Country's I, fucking
0: divided. Pick well, a lane. We were asshole. talking earlier,
1: yeah. And there's pick there's a lane, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, YouTube. Uh, Fuck fascism, and uh, Game of the Year. Uh, before we get into that, you guys got anything you want to add? Anything you've been playing or, or catching up on? How was your Christmas? If you celebrate your Hanukkahs, your holiday seasons, okay. your uh, vacations, your New Year's? Wait, did I get to
0: recount the saga of getting my PS5 on the show? Did I do that no, last I sure. show? No, feel like you did. Did you? Well, I got it no, on the tw- like three weeks. I got it on the 23rd.
1: I forget what Didn't level notice. of this story you've given us, because we got the one where someone bought it for you and said they had one for you or that Mrs. Felix was trying to buy one for you. Mrs.
0: Felix was able to acquire one.
1: Am I confusing your Xbox story with yeah, my Xbox story? That's what it was.
0: Mrs. Felix went through (laughs) uh, a a few weeks of following like 20 Twitter accounts to like get updates on when restocks were going to occur.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then there was a, a pretty sizable restock at all the retailers in the region. Um, Target, Walmart, they all had it. Um, and then what happened was I got a date. I think I did mention on the show that I that I have one coming, and that was going to come on January 9th. Now, January 9th is three days from now. I have had my PS5 since the 23rd of December. It came yeah. two days before Christmas wow. in a surprise shipping. And I went... What? It's a Christmas miracle. I just randomly checked... To see if the shipping date changed, and this was on like the twenty second or the twenty first, and then it said your fucking PlayStation is coming tomorrow. I think it was on the twenty second, and it said your PlayStation coming tomorrow. And I didn't believe it. I thought I was getting punked. And that's a dated <laughs> reference. That's a dated reference. That but, is a dated reference. Yeah. No but, you,
3: every, everybody here knows what
0: punked means. Everybody here knows what punk. Uh, what punk? There's
3: means. nobody in the chat that doesn't know what punked means. Okay, so so Kevin I, Oates is in the chat.
1: It came, like you, you'd I'd, argue that I would argue that it is, it is dated, but I think it's like on that weird middle ground where people that may not know the source material know the meaning of the, the phrase. Word. Yeah. Right, right,
0: right. right, right. And, and yeah. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Like eventually, no one's going to remember that there was a show associated with it. And it's just going to be a term people use to describe that
1: yeah. phenomenon. I mean, in, in the same vein, we still use the, the floppy disk symbol to save and a lot of save, to save yeah. it's going oh to flow into that territory
0: all right so uh i got what it I, think I, this, I set it all up and i literally only played the the only thing is the astro thing the character guy which is, Bot, which is cool which it, is very cool so i did i did probably a couple of levels
4: in that and it was fun well what do you what do you think of the controller and stuff like what do you think of the UI, like the experience so far
1: what do you think of how big it is it's, it's yeah. real big. What are your thoughts on and It on vibrates inside? a lot. And of the like, absolute size of that lad. Did you say it vibrates a lot? <laughs> yeah.
0: It does,
4: though. He's not wrong. Like
0: If it wasn't a controller, it'd be a sex toy. That's that's truth right there. Haptic right? feedback.
4: <laughs> Awkward looking one. Um, no, you, I like it. When I turn it on, it goes like... And I'm like, oh, oh, really? okay, all right. Dude, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That's weird. I'll record it, and I'll like post a Twitter video or something. And you can see it. No, yeah, but it's like a, it gets like it goes like. And I'm like, crazy. all right, it's you're supposed to be quiet. I, I yeah. definitely yeah, want to say really that
0: well. the the setup process of a PS5 is has is so much more encumbering than an Xbox. Like I mm. like the fact that I had uh, th- that I still have to download all of my save files from the cloud. You didn't have to do that. I, I, I did. I did because I didn't plug the two but, fucking things in. You know what I mean? Like, but like, see,
4: yeah, I, I didn't. You can just pick a few save files and then it would just download it.
0: Dude, it gave you the choice. The Xbox said, Do you want to install the backup from the, our, our X Cloud <laughs> okay. into this from your previous machine? It was fucking flawed. You're talking, talking about PlayStation what, or my Xbox? He's, he's saying said that the to Xbox experience was better than the PlayStation right, experience. Because the said, Xbox bro. said, do you want to install the backup of your previous Xbox into this new Xbox? And I said, yes. And then it took, like, Very zips, Apple, zips. Very Apple, I-Cloud, right, like. it felt like that, yeah. The cloud yeah. systems just function so much better through... Uh, and then on the PlayStation, I get in, I'm set up, I think, I go and play a game, and I'm like, it was um, days gone. I, I was just popping it up. I go, I turned it on, and I'm like, wait, wait, I have no progress. What the fuck is happening right here? And then it it dawns on me. Oh wait, I did this before. I have to somehow have to do this fucking thing where I gotta gotta like figure out how to download my files from the cloud and all the shit. So so I had to look look at a video and research it and figure it out. All that not in the interface. Should have told me that. Should have said something. Dumbass, you don't have your saved files from the previous console. I'm like, but like in their defense, they did have a thing saying now you can plug your two consoles in. But um, I had already ripped out the PS4. It had no cables <laughs> plugged, in. it was sitting to my left by, by that point because this console was taking the place of that one. It's not like I was leaving both of them fucking there to plug them in. Right. So it did, didn't make any sense how they wanted me to do that. Um, but I, yeah, I, I was able to ultimately download them eventually. But
4: I, I, My I, one complaint about the PS5, it takes like an extra click or two to do everything. Yeah, that's just and, like, and that's my point. Off, that, there was this extra that, thing like that is,
0: there's an extra thing that PS4, I have to yeah. do.
4: Yeah, Com- Compared to the PS4, yeah. Interesting. Like it takes an extra m- little bit of movement or, like, or menu yeah. looking and searching to do the, everything. Um, that the, the switching
0: between games thing that both consoles are, are doing you have to bring up this little menu at the bottom in, mm-hmm. on the PS5 in order to activate that. And on the Xbox mm-hmm. all I have to do is go to the other game.
4: Well, no, you have the option. You can you can double tap the PlayStation button and goes to the main, like the, the home screen. One tap brings up the bar at the bottom. But, that but if I'm in a game, bottom.
0: can I just go to another game and then just start it and yeah. it'll just do it? Okay. Yep. That's fine. Yep. Then. then they're the same. They're
4: but exactly it's same. it's not like the quick save swap that Xbox does. Like you're literally shutting down the game and booting up the other game.
0: Oh, so it doesn't Xbox,
4: keep... It doesn't, it doesn't save store it in it the in RAM in or whatever?
0: Oh, that sucks. No. That's beautiful. Might come that, later. that feature of the Xbox is beautiful because I literally... I agree. I was worried at one point that I was going to lose my Cyberpunk save or whatever um, because I had to get up quick for whatever reason. I don't know what it was. And um, and I you know, just hit home and left the app and then came back and I was like right there. And it was in the middle of an action sequence, which was amazing. <laughs> like the game was literally frozen in this like moment
4: state yeah 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 it's great beautiful next gen's here y'all yeah it's here um i mean i don't have much to share other than i'm still playing cyberpunk i'm still enjoying it like despite its flaws like it's still a good time
0: the thing that neo and i i was remarking to neo before you guys got on the call um neo said that he's how many hours 20 hours
4: in no, I'm f- uh, according to Gog, I'm fifty, 50 hours. hours.
0: You're fifty hours in, and, and what what what? You didn't tell me what was the percentage of story that you've completed.
4: Oof, uh, where do I? Um, you're, you're pretty far. Sixteen percent think? achievements. Uh, according to Gog, I have sixteen percent of the achievements. So I don't know. What that no, means? There's no,
3: there's no way. There's no way to know how much. Story
4: yeah, he's yeah. G&G no, will give you the the,
1: the the percentage of achievements, but it'll also like the game itself gives you three different percentages. So, what are you referring to specifically, Felix?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying. what In your best he's estimate, he's trying to compare in that, 50 hours how much story he's because because mm-hmm. I haven't even met Pan Am, and I'm at a hundred over a hundred hours of yeah. playing the game. So, I'm just yeah, remarking.
1: Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing?
0: No, no, no. There's no morality choice here. I'm saying it's just interesting how people play games differently. Like, like online, uh, you know, in the emergent gamer forum, there are people who are saying, "I I ripped through the story, and now I'm going to go back and do all the the side stuff." I never play that. I can't play it that way. Like, I like the Mm -hmm. fact that. I've now done all mostly side stuff and like I'm playing in God mode. I'm all, I'm, you know, I'm 50 street cred and I'm almost to the max level. I'm like, like three levels from uh 50. I think 50's the maxed.
4: So I, 50 is the max. So according way. to my, yeah. my friend leaderboard on PC trip zero, taking the number one spot, 62 hours, 27% achievements. I haven't even looked at the achievement list. I don't even know what, I don't know what's there and what's not there but I'm at 60, 16%, 50 hours. So, and I am incredibly right underwhelmed at the end of my experience with cyberpunk.
1: Oh my God. It's really, want to give going to be really, really hard damn. to, to go back and finish all the side quests. I didn't. Wow. Finish.
3: Cause you were, you were like the last I, Gro- spoke you were
1: grooming there. on it. Yeah. You I were was loving it. I was, you
3: were uh, it. Oh man, uh, I can't wait so to hear
1: the love is the love no is gonna as far as uh, yeah, no, no spoilers at all. Um, it was only ever going to last as long as, as you bump up against the barriers of the world and the barriers of the simulation, you know, mm. and at the end of the day, it just became too much of the same thing with different kind of paints and not enough to keep me playing the world for reasons besides the story, which in my mind only got weaker as it went on, which is sad because it started off so strong, including the Damn, ways it's like that the all best
4: the different- art right now. I know it's, Char- it's Char- characters are the like I'm enjoying that the most all the characters and, yeah. the, and the story moments yeah I
3: mean the ver- the absolute little that I've played and I'm now at the spot where I was going to start booting it up again because of, of the hardware changes yeah like that's what made me so excited to play it because the intro just made me like fall in love with the character set that like that would be the only thing to keep me playing would be the characters. So that's kind of disappointing to hear that that was your experience. Yeah,
1: they started off so strong with the way they they wove the different storylines and paths together and the ways you could choose to go about those different paths and the order that you could interact with the people and seem to get a lot of choice. But uh, after it's all said and done, you actually had very little choice and it just it gets more narrow um, both in terms of gameplay and in terms of just storytelling there's less of like your own experience crafting your experience essentially like the story is it is what it is and so uh, like
3: like on a a bioware title you have a lot of different paths and morality choices that you can make that lead to different endings and different experiences you're saying that that you kind of funneled into one experience towards the end yeah and and there
1: are there, there are different things you get as like a reward for doing the different uh, storylines and pathways, um, but they're just that—they're just like a reward. They're like a an extra scene, just to say you did this thing. It's not like your own. It didn't feel like my own ending.
0: I heard there's five different I mean, endings though. That's what I heard. Yeah,
1: there, yeah, there are. But it's like a thing happens, and then it just like more things can happen around that thing.
4: Just the like, there's like a jump a, a diving point where the it's like okay now thing. you're at. yeah it yeah. does
1: not change hmm. can
4: and i can see the, with where i'm at the story i can see that being the case the story is it seems like there's not a lot of leeway in the things that i'm doing with the story like the story is just if i'm with pan am i'm doing pan am stuff if i'm with judy i'm doing judy stuff like that is I'm doing cut and dry. Um, (laughs) My responses may my responses. I know Judy's my so far. She's my favorite, but I know there's a lot of love for Pan Am. But so far in conversations, though, it's like there's not a lot of like, yeah, I'm going to say a different thing, but ultimately I'm going to end up picking the thing that continues this the conversation forward. Right. Like it may I may say a different thing that it it gives me a choice for, but the conversation will still end up in the same spot at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you in all those choices?
1: Yeah, it will. for sure it will. Are you I have a question for you, Locke. Are you are you at the words yet, the title words? No. You're not no. okay.
3: No, I have I have not even booted it up since our last okay. conversation. Okay. Because I was I was waiting
1: to um, get the congo. Uh, then I then I will not go into the specifics I was going to get into, but I'll still say that things that appear to be like very drastic paradigm shifting choices that I was hoping was gonna be the stone that I threw that created ripples down the road. It affected literally nothing. Not even a little thing.
3: It's very disappointing because I think what... Like, for example, like Mass Effect or Knights of the Old Republic. Like, I know I'm dating myself a little bit. These are super old Bioware titles at this point. But, like... But Loved. But Loved, loved, yeah. I mean, like, your your reputation, whether you are... um, In Star Wars, it was Light or Dark. I think it was Paragon and something else in Mass Effect. Whatever. Just Mm -hmm. good or bad. Um, Like... Your dialogue choices changed. The way that you interacted with characters changed. Your 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 actions had consequences and allowed you to do certain missions or didn't allow you to do certain missions or allowed you to get rewards or not get them. And the the story changed and the endings changed. Like all of that mattered and that's what gets you to play the game because of the characters and the story that's telling. And you know, um, I think that's what Cyberpunk needed to do considering all the other problems that the game.
4: At, yes. at the at the least, I would have expected it to follow in The Witcher's storytelling footsteps and in, in creating the, the strong characters. But you don't think it does dynamic? I don't <laughs> remember.
0: I don't remember The Witcher storyline being anything more than a cinematic thing you follow. It's a single path. I don't remember there being like. Like you could the bang, like, basic,
4: but the characters ended up being standouts. You, you like, you can lot of, bang a lot of certain
0: people that you could miss in The Witcher. Yeah. But to me, the linear. Oh, I, banged, I banged everyone in The Witcher. The, the main story. I, yeah, so did I. The I main. St- the system. I got Triss and Yennefer. Bam. I don't think there was anything groundbreaking in how they told a story in The Witcher. Like so, I wasn't. I'm not really I'm not was really, su- well was I'm not really good surprised story. by yeah. what Trip is yeah. saying. Like I'm, I, I haven't been surprised by anything that anybody's saying. In fact, I can praise this game while simultaneously giving it the the worst critique ever by making this statement. This game, there's a good game in this game world, but the game world is unfinished. <laughs> I've explored a hundred hours this fucking thing. I've been all over the place. I've managed to create a gameplay experience, like by not playing the story at all, didn't play it at all. Like I've literally just been playing. I've been parkouring all over the fucking city. Like the minute I got legs that could jump me higher, I started trying to climb as much as I can to explore the upper echelons of the city, the highest heights. Um, I got to V's mansion.
4: Just got those legs. I Did you guys get them.
0: to V's, V's mansion? I, does it come in the oh. story? because i found Killer. it i found it by climbing and i don't know if it's supposed to be a part of the game i climbed and jumped onto it i figured out by this was from a youtube video there's a there's an aim glitch that you can use to slingshot yourself across heights like from like it's weird you like aim and then go into your like f- slow motion zoom <laughs> and then you can slow motion zoom again and it basically slingshots you in a glitch, like across a ravine, like it's crazy. Not, nah,
4: not, nah, dude. That's cyberpunk. That's like some yeah. high tech. But so she implant. has. Evidently,
0: it. there's a man, a fully functional, fully like outfitted with collectibles mansion. And I don't know if it's part of a storyline or whatever, but I, f- I f- it's I found it, <laughs> and I was like, this is wow. really cool. So my experience, my experience wasn't, hasn't been. I've definitely did what Trip said. I banged up against the sandbox, um, mm-hmm. and what I've determined is, yeah, there, there, there's a game there in an incomplete world. Because, like, you know, here's a great observation: the brain dances. You can buy them. Why? You buy them, they become scrappable, scrappable junk. If you buy them, you can scrap them. That's it so it's almost yeah. like
1: they had brain a pl- got, got under implemented um, it,
0: it, it sounds like they had a plan for you to be able to buy a brain dance and try a different one you know what I mean like like that would be a mini game where you could like go in and explore brain dances but it's not there
1: like, it never was but you know what I mean it would have been a great thing to do
0: but why are they a purchasable item it doesn't make any sense to me exactly there's there's you, no, you know there's what I mean like that. Yeah. that makes no sense Um, uh, you know like like what I don't understand why you can buy things from a vendor but you can't actually sit at the bar and drink with animation. It doesn't make any sense.
1: That's another thing. Yeah, like a a big part of me is is into the immersion of the game and little things like that really add up to me not enjoying being in the world because like I love this this genre, right? And I want an excuse to be in there all the time, but I can't find it in this game. I can't yeah, find it. There's not enough realism. The, like, the, it, this is a, such a small thing, but again, it's it's again, it, it all adds up. Day one, I saw like a cheeseburger on a food cart, and it looked like like a PS2 cheeseburger. It was like one color of the bun, like a flat square for the cheese. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's such a small thing. Of course, they got an t- entire world to make and make functional. But like, can the burger? I, look good Dude. so I can sit down and pretend to be someone just living their lives in a future world.
3: Right. What's, what's really funny about that is, and again, I'm only going off of the very little that I played, but the, the last ending that I get is when you leave your apartment, this is how little I played and you meet Jackie and he's sitting at like the ramen stand or he's sitting mm-hmm. eating. Yes. Right. Yes. And there's a bowl of soup or a bowl yes. of ramen on the, and and it's just yes. a flat it's yeah. just a flat thing is like, yeah. it looks my, like somebody, my soup
1: is also flat when I eat it,
3: right? It, it was flat and it just looked like somebody drew it with, with crayons. And yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, is this my computer being <laughs> shitty at rendering this bowl of soup? Or is this what this bowl of ramen actually looks like? Because if mm-hmm. this is what the bowl of ramen actually looks like, that shouldn't even have been there. And it should right. have just been a blank, like, Bar or a table yeah. because I wouldn't have lost. If
1: food was that big of an immersion. issue, have him drink a can of something. You can't see a liquid going in his mouth. Like just right, right. Immersion but, is it's, everything. It's not different. silly.
3: It's it's not silly because it the 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 attention in the detail is what makes it immersive. Right. right? Like I was blown away. Oh. I mentioned on the last episode, I was blown away standing in the window um, and looking out at the city landscape. Right, and that's and that looks great for a second. Mm-hmm. But then you then your eyes start focusing on the details, and you start picking right. out things and looking for things because you can only be in awe of like the totality of it for so long that you start zeroing in on things. But and what you start what, zeroing but in what on things, you, you just things.
0: described, Locke, is what people do when they look at a Monet. Right it, when sure. you when you're back away from it, it's amazing. But if you go in mm-hmm. and scrutinize the painting. Now it's just blurry and fuzzy and doesn't make any fucking sense, and that's exactly sure. what's going on with this I, game. I
1: really, really hope you didn't just compare Cyberpunk that's to a Monet. I did. I'm really hoping.
4: No, I, did. I honestly, I don't. That's not a bad. That's not that's a not bad bad analogy. Description. It's not a bad uh, not, analogy. It is
1: because it's not a Monet.
0: I'm making the point that there are ways well, be- to appreciate this game, and people have found them, well, including I have, myself. I, have,
1: I don't want to make it sound like I have no appreciation for this game. I have a lot of appreciation for this game. Um, but my experiences with this game are not what I want out of the game. And uh, oh, yeah. oh, I find yeah. it to be incredibly limiting in my in my immersive immersion experience. I find it poorly implemented in so many different ways. Um, and it just, it kills my experience and drive to be in there more. Right, I can they, give you a whole essay on things that I enjoy, that I love, that I think they did great and amazing choices. they did design wise and, and character wise, but you know, they I'm, sold, here, I'm here right, to be they sold,
0: they sold a ticket of immersion to everyone. Yes. Yeah, that's ticket. a big
1: part of it as well. And yeah. and
0: that, that, that's not, you bought the ticket because you wanted the, emer- I want the fucking immersion ticket. That's what I bought. Yeah. And you're not getting that because all it is is a video game. When, when you when, pull or, back, there's not yeah. a Monet
1: there. Yeah, and that's there's what I'm. Not that, a Monet. That, we're in agreement. It's because, shit out there. It's shit up close too. It's whether you like the shit is really we're, what it's all. We're, about. we're in a,
0: we're in agreement because I'm I'm saying the exact same thing as you. Like it's a game. I found a game in it.
4: That's yeah. what I oh, found.
0: Yeah. I didn't. I don't find the immersion. There's no like. There's so many. Look, why are there garages all over the place? Well, I know the reason because the developers were going to do a thing where you could pull into a garage and fucking get your car worked on. They had a whole car working on fucking thing. You could read that in one of their things what, that they yanked from the game. Yeah, They're, But the garages are still there. And I knew that they were there for car customization to be a thing. And it's not, there not was, in the game.
4: There was a uh, conspiracy that CD Projekt addressed today that was actually about the locked doors that are all over the world. Like, as if there was like... Um, A way to open them, or they were unfinished rooms that they decided to just lock away because you can't pick these locks. There's no way to open these doors. Yeah, but you can you can click on them and it says access denied, right? Like these are these are just rooms that just maybe go nowhere. We don't know yet, unless you no clip the game. But there was a whole conspiracy theory, and like CD Projekt actually debunked it today, saying no, this was intended. This is like the way it should have been. And I'm and then like, but like honestly, I kind of agree with Felix, like. There probably was a lot they they took off the board because they're like, fuck, we got to ship the game, you know? Yeah, I think I think
3: I was going to just say, I think um, I'm just agreeing with you guys. I think I think this game will be a different conversation come its first major expansion. I think when we sit down and revisit this on expansion one and they've done everything to base game and we get everything that they probably wanted to release at base coming through first expansion with additional story content. My my assumption is they will have righted the ship and we will be in a better
0: spot overall, I think. Um but I don't think they're ever gonna change that <laughs> fucking cheeseburger. That shit's still gonna be a shitty cheeseburger. No, no, well, no. They're I not they're, they're it. not gonna go with
3: no, they're not those those details are are there, right? Yeah. Um but if a new area of the map came that was newly rendered and newly created, well the cheeseburgers on that side of town might look better. But mm-hmm. what came out in base game is is there, right? Like they're not they're not gonna change that, right? I, I
1: mean I really hope this game has a no man's sky kind of story, and maybe in a couple years it's a cool place to be. You know? Like I really, right. really, 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 truly hope that. And uh just right now it, it it's not. I yeah. you know?
0: I I do think in terms like if you look at it as a game as opposed to an immersion experience, yeah, it fails as an immersion experience. But uh, I have a lot of fun with the with the, the the perk systems and like how I'm leveling the character and like trying to figure out what what causes damn more damage. How how can I turn my character into a demigod? Is what I've been obsessed with.
1: Yeah, I mean, my problem with that is that there's there's no difficulty after the first couple levels. You you fuck on everything. So yeah, I'm of the fine with it. Go out the window.
0: That's why I'm enjoying. It. There's no point in the skill trees. <laughs>
1: No, and, and every encounter is like go somewhere, kill the people, get the thing so I the AI game
4: special, like you know I mean the AI doesn't, like, there's no way of dropping it back into stealth there's no way, like the AI reacts the same every time, right? like it's not it's not like yeah, there's a unique experience no right. to, to, the, to the enemies yeah, I, right. I come from the right. hard knock yeah.
0: school of playing a thousand Assassin's Creed games I'm good with this <laughs>
4: Sure. I mean, like, and even like the traffic AI doesn't even make it immersive. Like, it's just like dumb traffic. Like, they yeah. stop. They don't drive around you. That's so great. Like, you great stand great in clip. front of them, you know?
1: Uh, someone on a highway in the game got out of their car. They shot their gun once. Every single car on the road, ev- the doors opened up, the drivers got out, and everyone just ducked. Next to their car on the dude, road. In like <laughs> dude, near I, synchronicity.
4: <laughs> I saw that. that happens. You, do you know what I want to do? I wanna <laughs> cut I that with that the out. opening of dude, I wanna I wanna cut that clip with the opening of La La Land. Where like you know, everyone gets out of their cars and starts yeah. dancing. You yeah, should. I wanna I wanna cut that so bad with that. That would be a lot of fun. Jesus.
3: Um, um Well, thank you, Trip. It's 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 interesting because like I said, the last time that we kind of uh, at least you and I had discussed, you were you were riding right the high but that was that was a I, few it's,
1: it's classic mean in, in the in the beginning of games i'm usually pretty H- high honey, on it honeymoon period honeymoon yeah. period just, I, don't right. think,
3: I don't think anything you said was incorrect at the time though everything that you said i think is probably still accurate you just you got you got more engrossed in what it had to offer yeah. so i mean it just it's, it's exchange, yeah you know?
1: and and obviously like like immersion is pretty high up on the on the list for me i do have a lot of gameplay problems but immersion is going to be my number one you know mm driving factor for this and um i'm streaming skyrim right now <laughs> playing a modded version of this and i'm in awe of walking around every little small town in skyrim and hearing everyone have conversations with each other that i'm nowhere near and i'm like damn th- there's really none of this in what's supposed to be the most paradigm shifting game of, uh, of the decade. i kind know of does hold up I, I don't blame you how like, is that the, how, is the, mod, how is the mod how is
3: the mods for it like, how does it look? How does it like what?
1: So like, I have, I have is- a, lot of, a lot of really awesome mods. I have a lot of graphic mods that make the game look gorgeous. And I also have mods that gave me a lot of survival options. So now I have to eat, drink and sleep. Frostfall. And I have, I have to wear, yes, Frostfall and Campfire I'm using. Yeah. And wear warm clothes because the, the colder areas you are, you'll, you'll get uh, colder faster and you'll die. Um, there's a whole new crafting system to craft camping stuff. I have like the menu is redone. The UI is, is better than the original one. Um, Mouse,
4: mouse, usable, right? I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's the uh, one one that's like, yeah, it's like a. a It organizes everything
1: into like, uh, um, reorganize, reorganizable lists. So like, you can you can organize your armor by like uh, by armor value, by weight, by type. uh, to really clearly, easily sell shit or or reorganize or whatever. Did you do alternate
0: Mm -hmm. start? Live another life?
1: No, I did the I did the regular. I love the regular Alternative start.
0: start. I've heard that's oh, really good one, go. Go awake now. Yeah, well, because it just randomizes you. Like, well, some of them randomize you anywhere on the map.
1: <laughs> I did. Uh, I downloaded something called the Forgotten City, which is a whole like third-party yeah. quest line that is like voice acted and everything. So eventually, I'll get there and experience that. I mean, I was playing yeah. on
0: an original Xbox One console, so like that quest broke on me. But like that's no, oh, yeah, it's probably not going to break for you.
1: <laughs> I think the mod community w- might be dope for Cyberpunk, and that'll be exciting to see what comes uh, out of that. That's already your, no. I was reading an, an article that's up.
0: already started. They've, they've yeah. done a bunch. I, of I've cool
1: poked things. into a couple of things here. I haven't you, installed anything, but just been reading.
0: You guys are going to have a good time when they start coming out with really cool mods that that completely for sure. improve. Like,
1: why can't I just find or make? First of all, why is there not crafting for like cosmetic things? And why can't I just put dumb shit in my apartment to make my apartment my apartment? Yeah, you can't mm. customize
0: your apartment in that at all. It's pretty bad. That's you? disappointing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, there was a, guy, uh, there, was a
0: the, there was a there uh, was a article I read trip that validates everything you're saying where this guy was like if I go to another apartment and they have the same exact row of books one more fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same row of books. It's the right. same exact closet of jackets from fucking v's apartment in that's a bunch of books. other apartments the
1: books the books jackets are all the aid, same mirror or whatever but the row of jackets that's like real specific because there's like it skips hangers it's like two no with nothing then like three with nothing right and this guy said he he he
0: intentionally was looking to like um undo or like he wanted to dispel the 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 criticism right yeah and he said i tried to go in and dispel the criticism of this game by exploring closely, by going into apartments and exploring. And he's like, I kept seeing the same exact thing. The three books. He said, there's like some kind of like a fucking, some housing ad or something that's on every single like no, bulletin yeah. board in every single apartment. It's, like, it's
3: so, it's so disappointing to think about like what it could have been if it's right now. for like a year. But I remember you, know you guys, I
0: mean? you guys also had this same exact argument with ghost of recon like Ghost Recon Wildlands you didn't like the fact that every village you went into it felt the same all of you were very mm-hmm. very critical of that and it is true it's a valid criticism to like why yeah. do i have to keep you know going but, through this gameplay but, loop that's the same and, over and over again
4: and it was also like the gameplay didn't like make it more fun and interesting for me no. to like continue to do the same things over and over again you know?
0: No, but it, it goes, it goes mean, back ain't. to, do you like to play a game where you feel, where you feel like a god, or do you like to play a game where you want a challenge? And if you're
4: somebody that desires a
0: challenge, well, this is not going
4: to be at fun. The t- <laughs> at, the, at the time with, with Ghost Recon, my, my main thing was, like, I'm like, man, I just finished playing Metal Gear Solid 5, and that game did this. Like, granted, no co-op, which is a different story. You want to play with friends. But Metal Gear 5 did this, like, amazingly. Like, this experience of, like, infiltration and doing what you want to do and uh, and i guarantee like, you go, from what i hear from you feel that, feel yeah. that void for me. from yeah. what i
0: hear from both you and trip i guarantee you metal gear solid five is probably doing the stealth shit better, better than this right
4: well like, that's not
1: even a, oh, the same conversation yeah,
4: yeah oh it not- is for sure, yeah. You
1: can't yeah. get on. You can't go prone on the ground and literally wiggle your muscles one at a time or, to make zero sound.
4: It's not even in this game. Not even the same oh, conversation. Good.
3: You know what no. I? You know what I started playing um, hmm. again? Um, Neo, which I don't. I think you have it because we played it. You know what I've been playing when we're talking about immersion and shooters. What do you think I've been playing?
4: Oh, I know the answer to this. Oh, tar- you've been playing Tarkov. Mm-hmm. Oh my God that game scares me off. I used play to love PUBG water. for the, for, the, for like the adrenaline. It's too yeah. much adrenaline. Tark- Tarkov has too much adrenaline. <laughs> it's too it's too, it's much, just, too much. Pump gonna, have hard gonna have a heart attack. Gonna
3: have a heart attack. I um what's what's funny is I um I essentially just like don't play it like I was when we were playing. Meaning like I just don't worry about it and it the game makes it really hard not to because of how loud everything is and how realistic everything is like you just you want to worry about every decision that you're making but i've i've found that if like i don't i play it more like a game and less that like i'm in a vr shooter for my own life that i i don't stress as much so if i keep if, but- if i keep playing you should hop in and we should we should raid together because it's it, it, it I, is I could,
4: I could reinstall that yeah i could do that it's been fun it's been fun
3: yeah um should we hit our games
1: yeah let's let's do it man i think
3: we should um so we are gonna go um round the clock games five through one um and just talk i guess a little uh, briefly about each game and if we have overlap you know maybe expand a little bit more um so we're doing our favorite our favorite game releases of 2020 so i'm gonna kick it off um we're starting at five five, right
1: starting at five and going down to one yep
3: uh, game five for me was Fall guys.
1: Mm, Fall guys. Fall
3: Guys was was game five for me. And, Fall Guys are fun um, as shit. Yeah, I mean, I, it's mainly just there because um, a good party-like game, like Mario Party, does not come around really ever. And Fall Guys really nailed it. And they did it extremely well. And it was a ton of fun to play both by yourself against other players and in, in modern gaming online. Right. Mm-hmm. Mario Party didn't have that.
4: Um, at least when I played I, Mario Party. Um, I loved it, watching you and Nimbus and all that. All those guys like have a time. You guys are having was, the time of your yeah. life. Yeah,
1: it's, fucking, it's just hilarious, man. It, um, it was really funny. It hit the um, like the uh, the Battle Royale uh genre as well. it's with a, a nice fun coat of paint on the whole thing.
3: Yeah. And to see to see another um PS4 free game kind of just hit that wave at the right time and it kind of just blast off and the developers being like super engaging with the community and um super humble about what they created. Mm-hmm. Um it was just it was just a, it was one of the shining lights in gaming in 2020. So for for that, um, it, it hits number five for me. Uh, Felix, what do you got?
0: Uh, my number five is the Resident Evil Three remake, which was mm-hmm. not as good as two. I re- I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the the two remake, um, but I'm not as critical as as people. I wasn't a fanboy of the original one, so I don't really care that it doesn't like meet the beats of that it did what i needed to do and it engaged me enough to make me want to do what i did with two where i I went through and got the whole trophy for everything and i i do i do like the fact that um they had that that system for unlocking guns as i went along as opposed to because it didn't make any sense that i went through and did everything in the resident evil two game and then i couldn't get the rocket launcher until fucking like after i completed everything i didn't need to go get the rocket launcher when the whole fucking game was completed you know it's like what, do you, what mm-hmm. you want to be able to use those tools as you play do your playthrough so i thought it was really neat that they had that like store system which was probably in the the original is that true the store system um, where you buy, buy the guns and shit I don't, yeah. remember. I I don't know. know about that. I don't think there remember. was a store system in the
1: originals up to okay. four. Four had a store system. They had a traveling merchant guy that you run into.
0: Okay. You'd be like, well, well, what do you, well, you And he always well, if it's, it, and had a bunch of shit in there. Yeah, if it was a brand new feature, then they did a great job with it because I was able was, to, like... It
4: was probably to encourage replayability, you know, which you enjoyed.
0: Right, yeah, because it was like, okay, I played through, now I have enough of the currency to now get this unlimited rocket launcher, and now I'm going to do my playthrough with the unlimited rocket launcher and just fucking total the game. And I thought, you know, goes back to my obsession with playing God mode because <laughs> it was yeah. it's fucking fun, you know? But but at the, But at that point, I was in, you know, my third playthrough i think of the game when i finally got that enough currency to do that and it's just neat going through something that was challenging you know with this extra aided weapon and it was a lot of fun uh, so yeah i put it at five um uh, yeah, go,
1: go ahead shoot for you um the 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 currency system i think i want to ask yeah how did you earn currency to buy these weapons and were the weapons you bought like in the menu outside of the game like you would go to this like yeah menu yeah. storefront and yeah then did you yeah so up for you, missions you, and
0: stuff? You, you earn the currency by uh, performing certain feats um like it, it, as got an it. example one of them was like um you know beat the game by in a certain amount of steps got you some mm-hmm. currency um okay beat the game without uh, you know the, the same shit that was in the number two's remake. Uh, the ranking, the, like the, the, yeah. whenever, however you got but, right but, to but, it. But yeah. it had a practical application after the fact, which I really liked. Got it. So, like a, after you you did this thing, you didn't just do it to do it; you did it to earn the thing that could then mm-hmm. get you one of these cooler, more powerful weapons.
1: Got it. And I thought that um, was really really neat. Yeah, no, it, it sounds like it works really well. I was asking uh, for clarity because. Um, I haven't played that specifically, but I have played Resident Evil, uh, a bunch of them in the series. And and in Resident Evil 5, you had a storefront where you would buy weapons uh, from gold you earned in each individual level. You could go back and you could replay a level to farm gold to then buy new guns, buy upgrades for your guns, uh, and so on. And then like, you can go back and take things you bought into other missions or playthroughs as you yeah, went forward. Th- when I
0: say currency, this was like points, and then it would be like the points could be used as currency. So it'd be sure. like, yeah, I, and sense. I think one of the, one of, example was go through the whole game without like using the med healing thing, right? You know, like, so yeah. you don't use that throughout so you the get whole like game rewards for
1: challenges pretty much. Yeah.
0: And you get, you get like 30 points for that. Um, you know, there were some that were way more, e- the, the way easier to get, you know what I mean? Like you can unlock mm-hmm. them, lock them quicker, but like it was very rewarding after like multiple playthroughs to finally have enough points to get the, the um, un- unlimited rocket launcher that I could then use practically to complete things. And that I think is superior to the, the, the two remake because the two remake, I had no reason to go for that. Like there was no reason right. to even get that because in order to get to the point where I could get that, I would have to have completed the game on an S rank in the fastest amount of time. And I'm right. like, if I go through it and get an S rank at the fastest amount of fucking time, I'm not going to bother going through the done. game. Yeah, you know, like, what the, the fuck? Why do yeah. I need the rocket launcher? I wanted right. to use the rocket launcher to try and complete the thing that's hard. Yeah, you know, see what I mean? So I do. Yeah.
1: So they could have balanced that better, but overall, you enjoyed it.
0: But that's that's nice. what was great about the, the Resident Evil Three. Cause, and I hope if they do four remake, I'm going to try that. Um, I don't know if I'm it going to be. the new game. I don't know if I'm going to that yet. I'm not sure. I want jump scare. It's
3: very. Hard. It's very. Yeah, it's very different, right? I wouldn't. You'll get there one day. One day. Um, Neo, what do we got for game number five?
4: This was a tough choice, actually. This was actually the hardest choice, number five. Um, I put it. I'm going to go with Valorant. Whoa. As my number five. Yeah. Valorant. Was I almost. I I it was. It, it is. is. Yeah, when was, was, was that, that released? Summer.
1: I don't remember.
4: Like summer. June or May. It, or, why, I think it was like last year. I mean, technically, as I'm right there with you. Together. Yeah, I think it was all the Project but,
1: A talk for the betas and stuff before yeah. the year. That's what's probably what did it.
4: I almost picked Demon Souls over Valorant, but Demon Souls is a remake, so I'm like, you know what? Valorant was a new experience, and I had a lot of fun with it. I just, we, you know, Lock, we played the shit out of that game. Like, we talked a lot about it on the podcast. Like, uh, the game was a really fun team. You had a team. You got you it was a fun time like like the team coordination that went into it learning the character skills and like i just i just loved playing it like it was just a lot of fun um Mm -hmm. can't disagree with it they made a good game they made a great i don't know how i don't know i don't know how the legs are on it like if it's going to reach the uh you know the the further the furthest expanse of uh of you know esports and like if it's going to really crack that shell but like Hey man, 2020 for a 2020 multiplayer game quarantined. It was really fun.
3: Yeah, I've watched I've watched a lot of the competitive scene for Valorant, and it's far too early to tell how it will what legs it will have in comparison to CSGO. GO. But um, the I thoroughly enjoy watching competitive Valorant, and I know it's not for everybody because it's, of it's style. Good. But it's It's a lot of fun to see how disgustingly good some of these players are, and to see some of their strats and their ability to to work together. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's they've made a great game. They made a great game for sure. Um, Nice trip. What do we got for game five for you?
1: Game number five is Destiny Two Beyond Light. Whoa, Beyond Light—that's the five spot taking the final uh, spot it always it's it's tough to put one of that as an entry but then if you think about it it's its own game uh especially this year more so than any other year with a with an entire introduction of a of a new subclass that that uh is still having new implications in how the game is played uh good or bad depending on what type of game you play uh more of it's great in in the pve space and it's causing absolute havoc in the player versus player space um but I think they did an incredible job with the story. I think they did a, a great job with continuing that after the the campaign ended because it seemed like a very short campaign and you realize you had a, a lot more to learn and to and to experience. Uh, the raid was fantastic. Um, uh, it was a great uh, challenging raid at first, but then very teachable and easy. Uh, I think I got a lot of people into raiding that didn't uh, ever raid before and it brought a lot of uh, Sherpas out of the woodwork, which I think is great for the community and the growth as well um guns feel great guns haven't felt uh as cohesive uh, in a year uh yeah it was a good really good expansion launch overall um of course we have the year to see how their uh, seasonal model is going to progress um but that's a different conversation i think if we're looking at the merits of a release uh it was a really really solid release and if i didn't touch anything until next september i'd be satisfied
3: i would agree Um, I was very cold on destiny leading up to the beyond light expansion drop. Um, I mean, I hadn't played it for over a season, um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. I mean, at this point it's pretty much slowed down. Um, I usually raid one night a week and then I play one night of trials. Um, and so I'm probably playing two evenings, um, sometimes only one and that's enough for me.
1: It's fine. Um, Yeah.
3: You know, um, it's not the game that it used to be for me, but I, I would say that um, Beyond Light as a package did a it did a really good job.
1: Um, yeah, that's what I was kind of Destiny. ranking it on.
3: Yeah, Destiny 2 as a whole is is for, for sure another conversation that <laughs> will depend on how the future seasons yeah. go.
1: We'll definitely have that conversation later, but for now, we'll, we'll just skirt right past that because it could be a rabbit hole.
3: Um, for me, game number four was Valorant. Um
4: Ooh, there it so
3: is. So for me, um, pretty much all of the things that um that Neo uh already mentioned, um it was my first um time playing attack shooter like that. I had almost no time playing CSGO, no meaningful time, I should say. I barely played um uh Counter Strike back in the day. So like I really didn't have much experience with with that type of shooter so uh learning it as someone that is super competitive in 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 the shooter scene um learning this new way of playing a shooter was was really immersive and really intriguing and i and i enjoyed every second that i sp- i've spent playing that game um, and i hope to return to it one day um, i think it's it's a game that you struggle to play solo um, which is probably why i haven't really played it that much um, over the past like season and a half, um, but Riot has the magic, man. Riot, they they really do. Um, and with with them saying that they're going to create an MMO, it's it's about to get really interesting to see an MMO created by Riot. But I think as as a whole, Valorant um, nailed it from infrastructure to how a multiplayer game needs to run in in 2021
4: um dude any, it runs on oh yeah go ahead sorry yeah
3: i was gonna just say any anyone that's making a shooter that's not looking and trying to model their infrastructure off of valorant is um not really trying to make a shooter they're just not um
4: do at you, least not a kid remember, remember when i played with you and i was on my macbook and it ran at like 60 yeah. frames a second. Like it runs on everything. Like it's insane. Yeah. They they yeah, they and optimize it run on whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it can run literally on a toaster oven. That fucking game. And um, not it doesn't to look mention, bad. It doesn't look bad either. Not to mention um the tick rate servers, the low latency, how much thought they put into bullet registration and matchmaking equality and team balancing, lobby balancing. Like all of these things are things that people that play shooters. On a casual to competitive level, make a difference, and they listen to all of them. Um, and it's like
1: one thousand percent, the competitive aspect first. Oh, sorry, yeah, but yeah, it sounds like no, that, it's okay. like, focus. Yeah,
4: they're fast to respond to whatever needs to change in the meta. Like a character is broken, that character is out of the rotation for right now. Like we we fix that character on the next patch. Can't play with it right now. We don't want to ruin the experience because we understand that is important. To the game and as a as a as a developer who needs to make sure their their team shooting game that is supposed to be eSport ready, they need to worry about that kind of thing. They need to make sure it's like good to go, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah it was really, really hard to transition away from that shooter and play other online games because of how fundamentally awful most are um, mm-hmm. like you know. Someone that even warzone struggles, yeah, yeah, even worse struggles. Uh, warzone struggles in comparison to some fundamental shooter, um, mechanics. Um, so for that alone, infrastructure wise, and to roll that out during a pandemic and all of that, like their infrastructure, um, it's it's insane, it really is. So, so hats off to Riot because it's it was pretty yeah. incredible. Felix, what do you got for game four?
0: Uh, game number four, uh, uh I. You know, and you guys are, are going to fucking Kevin Oates is jump up my ass about this one <laughs> uh, beca- because uh, I'm going to go with Mafia Definitive Edition. Oh,
2: OK. And, okay. I
0: mean, you know, my tawdry history with the fucking Mafia series. Oh, don't, podcast. I? don't so, I, know. Yes. I, I, You know, like tawdry. returning a returning Mafia 3, like the, the day after I, I bought it and like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck this game. I'm never going to play it. Um using you, growth, you know. So Mafia Definitive Edition, if you guys don't know, uses the gameplay uh, development engine that Mafia Three had. Um and it was just a, such a tight mm-hmm. game. It's not it's not the crazy open world game that Mafia Two became and I think even Mafia Three continued. It's it's more just playing through a movie esque cinematic story in a very linear fashion. Um, There are collectibles in the world, and there is, you know, what's weird about Mafia uh, is the goddamn drive around and kill shit and do whatever you want thing is actually on the main menu, and you load into the game separately, as if it's a separate game.
1: Oh, so you have, like, an open-world sandbox version, then you have, like, the story version? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's because this
0: game was created in 2002, so that was, like, back around the time that... Rockstar had come out with like Vice City for the first time. Right. So it's like yeah. so there's no like I don't think there were any rules or definitions of how you play an open world game. So that's what their choice was. They said we're going to put our open world choice on the main menu and then when people go in they just dig into the story. Um but the game the game I've now since gone through completed all the trophies in Mafia Definitive Edition and I also did all of Mafia 2's trophies. So the last the first game that I completed 100% completion on my new Xbox Series X was a game, a remake of a game from 2000 fucking 10, <laughs> which, which is crazy, which is Mafia 2 came out, originally came out in sure. uh, 2010, and that's the game that I completed on my Xbox Series X for the first time. Um, but Mafia Definitive Edition was just, it was just great. It was all the tropes and cliches of like, but what, what amazed me is when I found out that they goddamn fucking recast the entire cast of the original two thousand two Mafia game with modern Mafia voice actors and mm-hmm. actors. Like well, they had to,
3: because all the other ones were dead.
0: Dead or they're just, you know, <laughs> has-beens at this point. But a lot of the a lot of the, a lot of the a lot of the original guys from two thousand where people oh, can uh,
1: back.
0: No, but what's really interesting, a lot of the guys from 2002 were guys who were current on the cast of Sopranos. So that, because well, Sopranos sad. had just come out in 99. So it was like all those guys were at the top of their game. They were like, let's get those right. guys to do the voice, voice acting for this game. And then in the new one, it's just a recast of. Of great actors to play all the parts, so it's it's really interesting that they were they went through and had people reread all the dialogue. I mean, if you want to talk about mm. fucking remake, that's a remake, dude. Yeah, right, you rehire right. all your voice talent. Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, that's
1: a level of remake that a lot of yeah. games don't. Yeah, like all the, they don't go down that road at all. The yeah, voice acting, all the, the assets. All. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah.
3: look at Final Fantasy X. Yeah, Jesus Christ,
1: now, dude. I mean, I actually can I sidebar real quick. I feel like so I'm, I'm going to one hit play on you for a second, but ahead. Locke just called out something like. <laughs> The voice acting for Final Fantasy X. When I was playing this it's on my screen a couple months ago, um, first, the, and the longest playthrough that I've done since I played this originally on the PS2, I was like, there's no way this guy is real who does the voice of Tidus. There's no way he's real. And then I, I found an interview <laughs> with him actually speaking to a camera, and he's real. And he talks exactly like Tidus. And I'm like, this is fucking Holy shit. unreal. And just the, the line readings he has, it just it's... I can't. I'm, I'm listening to this game in 2020 being like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Someone said this was okay and they put it in the yeah. game file. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, it's yeah, so I'm funny sorry. you mentioned that, <laughs> and <laughs> and
0: that, and, and that. And that's why it's even more impressive that they went out of their way to just completely rehire the cast because I guarantee you the 2002 game has a, has a lot of cheese.
3: Well, you, you also, know? yeah, but you yeah, also have sure. to, to think about for a game that old, like that's like, there's a lot of people that have never heard of Mafia because it was made in 2002
0: yeah
1: yeah right
3: you know what i mean like they're also remaking that for a new generation of gamers as well
1: so i never heard of the series until we went to e3 felix and we saw the big like literal bar setup they had there on the show floor yeah because mafia 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 3 mafia Mafia 3 3 yeah
0: so mafia 3 is a 2k game like it's created by 2k the who did 2k basketball um but yeah, when we went to E3 in 2016, the hot game that was coming out was uh, was Mafia 3, and they and it takes place in like a fictionalized version of Louisiana uh, of New Orleans, um or New Orleans, I don't know New if Orleans. it's fictional or But but they had like a zydeco band, like which is the music that's native to New Orleans. They had a zydeco band right there at e3 <laughs> like yeah, it was, it was, it was a
1: building. there was multiple building and storefronts tied together into like a city block they had built right there yeah and i was really like, impressed the this series i have never fucking heard of it right
0: i had heard of it because i had played uh i had played now that i had by that point i had recalled it wasn't mafia one that i played i never played mafia one yeah uh, because i played through the game the new re-release and i was like i'm not familiar with the story at all but i had played mafia two um back in two thousand and ten, I looked at my save file and it was a two, two th- it was the year the game came out that I played it for the first time um and you know like hangar games did an impressive job with this, but like i am cr- still critical of the fact that they basically just took um a copy and paste and just like copy and paste Mafia Two from two thousand and ten to two thousand now. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. and, and yeah. it was just like you hours. put all this work in the other one, but the other one then you the Mafia Two you did no work on. You just re- with the same glitches that sucked. Like there were so many bad glitches. Like you'd be driving I mean, along fun, though, honestly. No, no, no. You'd be driving along and then there would be these, like hated the game. there would be I didn't <laughs> I didn't hate Mafia Two. I, I didn't think it was as good as um um Mafia Pretty 1. sure you went off and fucking screamed about oh mafia 2 originally back in 2010 oh i had a game i had a great game breaking bug breaking i never i never was able to
3: fucking breaking bug. i never was able to fucking
0: finish that game fuck oh i know i fucking know
3: dude. but
0: but the same piece of shit that had the game breaking bug on me back then that's what i ended up playing through again because they didn't change anything i even added them on fucking twitter i'm like with a clip of of the I can't even describe the artifact glitch that fucking occurs when you're driving. It's this weird flash of like fucking like all these lines and jagged shit <laughs> as you're driving around. See, or how, in combat. see how easy it is? So right? easy. And right, these motherfuckers listen. just sold me the same pile of we all, shit. We all lock.
3: Listen. What? I'm done. Neo, what's your game? What's
4: your, what's your game? <laughs> Thank you.
3: Number four. I, I, I appreciate you, but we're running real long on this <laughs> We're
4: running long. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number four you.
3: is Last number of Us Two. We, you, you're on four. This yes, is four. four. Yeah. Yeah. Last of Us Holy Two. Holy
0: shit.
4: We got to speed it up. Last of Us yeah. Two. Last of Us Two. This two. happens every time. Um, we
0: always have to speed it up.
4: <laughs> we, we <had> a whole, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, don't go long about why Mafia Two is oh, annoying. no it's fine there's not much there's not much to say about last of us two other than everything we've said already like the game is a masterpiece in design animation like like storytelling it's just number four for me because the other games i played i felt were more they did they did more in the long run for me personally so but overall last last of us two Fucking masterpiece in game design, and everything it did was, was was spectacular. Nice story, choice, you know. Man. It's however you take it, but I I, I enjoyed it myself.
3: I see. I'm I have right? stayed so far away from the story of Last of Us Two until the day that I get to play it. So good. Um, good
4: on you. You're still you're
1: yeah, still next, wait, right? You're waiting for. Uh, I, yeah, I know nothing. Yeah,
3: I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to inevitably come out on PC. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh.
4: God bless. God bless. I, mean, I mean, I don't. I don't. i don't install
3: order. Yeah, it, it'll happen, dude. It'll happen.
1: <laughs> it'll happen. All right, dude. Next? I stayed
3: away from every spoiler imaginable for every piece of content I want to see. I can make it happen.
1: It's, yeah. It's, it, would, if you don't want to see something, you can easily, easily avoid it. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Trey? Number four is Animal Crossing New Horizons for me. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Tell it's us. Why. Solid number four. Um, the game was just a great escape when the world needed it most. And I have not played it for months right now, but uh, I know a lot of people still do and it provides that kind of content and that kind of itch that they need. Um, I have stopped playing for personal reasons, but I don't have a problem with the game specifically. Um, it did a great, great overhaul for the animal crossing series. Uh, it, had an amazing way to interact with your friends by visiting their islands and, and hanging out with them virtually. Um, uh, amazing, amazing aspects of customization and, and crafting things to make your own kind of spin on your Island. And then, uh, while people didn't like the gatekeeping of time, where you had to actually wait real days for things. Um, I really do. People circumvented that people. circumvented. Right. I was going to say, if you really had an issue, you could just speed your clock up on your console and people did and got to, you know, the things they needed to. Um, but I felt like it was the perfect slow burn kind of soup, incredibly chill. Like, I don't think I've ever had moments as chill gaming that have been that have been more relaxing than than Animal Crossing. Maybe maybe Stardew Valley. I think Stardew Valley maybe w- will win out overall for me. But like, I don't know, man. Animal Crossing hit at the perfect time, perfect place. They did so much for like for just a, a nice, chill, common community game. You could you could rally around.
4: Animal Animal Crossing is a hot cup of cocoa while sitting in front of a fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That's like like you got a little blanket on you, you know, and you're right. just you're just like. It's comfort. Right. It's like sweet, sweet comfort. You know? and, and for
1: my uh, personal angle here, to go off of your analogy, you don't drink hot cocoa throughout the entire year. You have it for a couple months and then like, you're good. You know? But you think back on it fondly. And that's, that's how I think about Animal Crossing.
3: Nice. absolutely.
1: Nice. Luck. Number three.
3: Um, game number three for me is Tony Hawk
1: Pro Skater. Ooh, 1 and 2 remaster. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. That um, just missed my list. Barely. Just barely
3: yeah for me um, I think it was just nostalgia hit real hard for me with that game like I played one and I played one and two like an obsessive amount as a kid um and I think that coinciding with how badly I wanted to play a good skateboarding game again mm. after not playing a good skateboarding game since skate three, which is feels like forever ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just they nailed the remake, man. They did they really an incredible did. job bringing the game to modern times with keeping it feeling like the original, but remastering it. The original soundtrack was still hit the same way the soundtrack hit back then. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I got, man. They They just did a fantastic job remaking that game after having failed releasing Tony Hawk Games modern day tony hawk games have failed Um, yeah they made five like three years ago and it was awful and
0: it was awful like like real 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 bad Um, it's not the same development team as five though is it no
3: but but they still threw that they still threw the title on it and made and you know and made it a tony hawk game so you lose faith in the ip when when someone okays that decision like you know they threw the sticker on that steaming pile of shit it's like oh man i don't know if i could trust them anymore right Mm -hmm. um but they did a great job and i enjoyed every second with it every time i boot it up and i play it even if it's only for you know 30 minutes to an hour i enjoy whatever i'm doing inside of that game whether if it's just messing around listening to the soundtrack if i'm actually trying to complete an objective or just dicking around like it's 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 the perfect chill game for me um so i'm I'm super happy that they nailed it
1: yeah, and they added so many things for this for this combination release too. like all the new uh, like clothing options, uh, customization mm-hmm. options. Like there are there are things to do if someone's like a grinder and wants things to work on after like yeah. the game is done air quotes, you know, after you've done the levels and done the challenges, whatever you can just you can play it and just earn money to do to do other things, which is great. It's just I mean, replayability is like the buzzword for games right now. And they not only gave you the same experience in an updated package, but they added everyone's favorite buzzword to the game. Right. Like they, just, they, they nailed it. They really did. Yeah,
3: no, that's, that's absolutely true. Um, and they brought some new skaters into the mix to get, you know, obviously some younger kids that have favorite skaters now to play as them. You know, they gave us the older versions of the skaters that we grew up with. They were, were older. Were yeah. They're like old. Yeah, so <laughs> like, you know, um, and it's also really funny to see the older versions. Cause I don't, uh, do you guys follow Tony Hawk on Twitter? Yeah. You know, the saga of Tony Hawk, how no one knows who he is yeah. in those places. Yeah people, yeah. people go, Hey, you look <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So see following him on Twitter and reading these, like, you know, these conversations that he has yeah. out in the day to day about yeah. who people like, will be like, Hey, you look like that Tony Hawk guy. And he'll be like, Yeah. <laughs> I bet I do. And they like don't put it together somehow. I, like, saw I
1: a tweet. he tweeted the other day. He was like me and me and the fam just like out getting our uh our COVID tests. And uh you know, it was like Anthony yes. Hawk and like all his kids and they're like, Anthony Hawk, are you related to the Tony Hawk? He's like, Yes, we're all related to Anthony Hawk. It's crazy. <laughs> so
3: so crazy. But yes, yeah, so uh kudos to them. Um that was my uh that was my game number three.
0: Felix, what do you got? My number three is real simple. It's Locke's number three. Tony Hawk.
1: Nice, dude. Really? So, wow. So this
0: is my stealth game. Like you guys don't even know I've been playing it. I've been playing a shit ton of this game. Um, I'm but really I'm not talked about. Bad.
1: I'm yeah. I'm and I'm glad that you are playing a game that you're not angry about or telling us about. I'm glad you have a game that's for you.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. At- and it's so much for me because it's not from a nostalgia perspective because I don't think I played one or two ever. Like it's just the really? same with the mafia thing. Like I'm playing through it and I'm going, none of this is familiar. And yeah. like, even how to accomplish things. Like I literally just figured out from our friend, our mutual friend, Phil. Okay. I just figured out from Phil that I can actually shift my board while I'm on a grind. Didn't even know that to get more points. I didn't even know I could right. do that. Yeah,
2: yeah, they yeah, changed I had the grind no idea. You
0: know, yeah. Did not know that. And, uh, you didn't realize i could also jump while i'm in a grind and then come back down and grind again for more points didn't know i could do that either so there's all really? these really all these things i really I, i'm learning like a child like brand new <laughs> to the I mean, world of, that, of Tony, Tony i'm Kong. just
3: surprised you naturally didn't try and jump and land on the same rail to rebalance yourself i, I don't know yeah. like
0: i was never a skater at all i never really played when people don't, skaters don't do that no but like life. i never really like no, it wouldn't be my instinct to even think of that, but... No, I got uh, you, I
3: got you. It's just, it's interesting to hear that, um, like, you've you been playing it.
0: I'm mostly complete, like, one. I haven't done anything from two. I haven't got to the nut levels on one, like, the crazy stuff, like, whatever... I don't know. They have a hanger and like all this fucking. (laughs) um, The one I'm working on right now is that stupid downhill with the pipes and shit. I hate that.
3: Downhill Jam, bro? Downhill
0: Jam. Downhill Jam. That's the worst, man. I don't know how to get any points in that. I'm going to figure it out. But that's my number three. It's
4: great. I'm so glad
3: that you have that on your list, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Neo, what is your game number three?
4: My number three is Ghosts of Tsushima. Mm, I was wondering Mm. where
3: where it was going to land.
4: Yeah. Which means you guys have no idea what's the probably you don't know what my number one is, but we'll we'll see. Ghost of Tsushima, awesome game, open world game, does all that normal stuff. The Samurai setting though, the combat, the use of the color palette, all those things created this like amazing, beautiful experience that I just loved playing. On top of that, them releasing a free update that no one really needed or asked for and it, ha- it created this this online experience I got to experience the raid and this almost destiny like game like system that they implemented in their game for free and it was just fun it's a fun multiplayer and I know Felix you you um I downloaded like, uh, mentioned it me, your, me uh, no I downloaded it for your benefit so we could play oh, well game. I mean it's it's, it's going to be for your benefit too cuz you're going to have a good time yeah it's installed um, it's installed right now definitely play this story a little bit first, because oh, no, the I game will to. teach you how to. to play it, you know, um, before you get in the multiplayer, then you'll understand, you know, the combat's great. The, the stance system was fun to, fun to play with. It made you choose your combat style between whatever you were fighting against. Like, depending on the enemy that you're up against, you, you, need, to, you, need, you need to adjust your play style when that happens. Also, you can be a completely stealthy boy. <laughs> Or you can be an aggressive person, and they reward you either way for how you how you choose to play. The game is just it. T- it took open worlds, which for me, I guess it's in in some way, kind of a, an exhaustive experience when they scatter the map with a whole bunch of check you know question marks and stuff, and then they make you you know do errands for hours before you can enjoy the story and whatever. For me, it, it's it's kind of growing old. But Ghost of Tsushima, they're called gave gigs, me a reason, all right? Gigs gigs that's what they're called (laughs) Ghost of Tsushima gave me a reason to enjoy the open world of Tsushima by creating a beautiful gorgeous world that it it invited me to explore and a story that that, you know accompanied that and I love samurai settings like it was just it was perfect like I will probably replay that on PS5 at some point.
0: Neo how do I ensure that I'm playing the PS5
4: higher resolution version of that game in display settings well there's no ps5 version you're playing the ps4 version but you do get the option to pick uh fidelity mode or performance mode okay and so if do, you want i you want to no. do fidelity fidelity will give you the highest the higher visual aspect but performance mode will give you a 60 frames per second experience oh is a smoother experience. So i should, experience. Do, perfor- I should oh. do performance Depends on I what you want
3: some, some, Yeah, someone that doesn't notice you. You want you want performance. You Thank you. Just listen to me. Just listen to me. You want performance. <laughs> I won't. I won't, Honestly, I won't steer you
4: wrong. Play, play, but like, try one for an hour and then try the other for an hour. See how that he's feels not even, for he's you. Not even gonna, he's not even going to notice the difference. No, I would love to see if he will. <laughs> going to What he's
3: going to notice the difference on is how sluggish his character feels in. Uh, fidelity mode that's what fidelity fidelity mode. Okay, you'll yes. say
1: you'll say yeah. yeah this is so fast in performance why is there ways everything looks so fast to me uh, yeah. that's what say in yeah, the i'm gonna lie well, you're, not, you're, like not really
3: used, you're not really used to 60 fps
0: yeah it's true. I'm, I'm playing performance mode do you
3: remember bro. the first
1: time you've ever seen a movie on like a 120 hertz tv and you're like this is weird yeah that's what you're gonna go through for games for a little bit can't fucking
3: yeah. wait and then you're going to go though. and then one day you're going to go back and you're going to be like, what the fuck? was Yes, I doing? exactly. Was <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> 100%. Um, all right, uh, Trip,
1: what is your uh, what is your game? Number three is Watchdogs Legion. Wow. Wow. This game I had zero expectations for besides being a London simulator uh, for a city that I always wanted to visit. And uh, as I spent more and more time in this game, I was blown away by the story which blows the story of Watch Dogs 2 out of the water in terms of the characters they wrote. Really? And really. And the way that the story ties together. Um, the, the level of detail and interaction in the world, um, it really never wore off the fact that I could like fuck around and, and hi- just hire and play as anyone in the world. And they all have different skills, abilities, speeds... Uh, interactions, voice lines. It was insane. Um, and I chose to play on uh, on Iron Man permadeath difficulty for this game. Now the game has three levels of difficulty. There is uh, there's normal, there's uh, there's permadeath, and those things make sense, right? With permadeath meaning if, uh, if you die, your character is like dead, dead, right? But Iron Man permadeath means that once you start your save in this game, you can't ever turn Iron Man permadeath off. So say you get halfway through and you go, oh, man, I lost someone I was attached to. I don't want to go through that again. I'm going to go back to just normal. I can't, I can't go back to just Iron Man. I'm locked into. You, permanent. Made, you made your I choice. I did. Yeah. And I lost some heartbreaking characters. And I've had some like gaming moments that I've never had in any other game because of that decision, because of like wow. the attachment that I personally got to the team that I made. And that's actually
3: not, really good to hear, dude. Yeah. It really is. It reminds me up. of
1: State of Decay. It really does. I mean, sure. I'm, me I'm sure one the systems are
0: all different, but like, Yeah. It just definitely reminds me of that.
1: But yeah, I mean it's it never it never lost that that shine. And I felt like I had that connection with my squad. Like there are people that I barely ever played with because I wanted to protect them. And some people that had really good skills that I took into a lot of scenarios. And oh
4: my god, dude
1: bobby anderson i'm so sorry i got you killed in the car chase dude i'm so fucking (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry there i wasn't expecting an rpg fucking up the slowest car in the world's asshole i picked this car it was slow as shit and they fired a rocket into it and i just wasn't (laughs) expecting it and i'm just i I don't think there's not there's not a day to go by i don't think about bobby honestly i
4: can't wait wait that's an amazing experience that you are, are now carrying with you because of the way that game was designed Like that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And I had very low expectations for that game. I did too.
1: I thought I was just going to be playing a 3d London simulator simulator. Yeah.
3: I think, I think why it's so cool that, that you had that experience and and you ranked it number three for you is because I don't think it necessarily got any overtly like bad reviews or bad, but like it just, it just fizzled. Like it came out and it was gone. It was like, Hey, here's this new game. No one ever talked about it again, right? Um, and it, it's it's really good to see them create a great game that's that somebody loved. Um, yeah,
1: so I mean, I, I think I think the reason that that happened is because it it really didn't deviate too much from the Watch Dogs formula. So if you were tired of that or over that, it didn't really offer anything new. Mm. Um, but in my personal experience, coming so closely off of a playthrough of Watch Dogs Two, which I did leading up into this release, just for fun. Um so many things shined for me. So many improvements uh in this game world in the storytelling and the design and the voice acting. Um it just it, it weird, was weird weird voice acting. Yeah. It was a an unexpected just this connection to me in That's gaming. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um
3: well I can't really follow that up, but my game number 2 is um is Warzone. Mm. Um and I don't have um, any real, real reason why. Besides, it's just a really good battle royale. Um, I and you think, put a lot of hours um,
0: into it. You know what I mean? Like it validates. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I
3: guess um, I find it to be really, really fun to play with friends. Um, we've spent a lot of time playing with a variety of different groups in Warzone. But I guess another reason why it's there is because. Um, it is definitely the new de facto battle royale standard for how a battle royale should be. Um, I agree. There's, of course, things that could be done better. Um, in and itself, as a game, the developers could be better. All of these things, right? I don't want to discount some of the things that have gone really wrong. But if we think about the um, the path that battle royale took as a genre, you can't compare what Warzone is as a package to like what PUBG still is um because there's so many things wrong with with player unknown still to this day um that it's like playing an n64 version of a game to a ps4 ps5 version of the same game right
1: it was five um, years ago but it, it really looks
4: it looks and feels like yeah. that now yeah. it just plays um, yeah just it's faded now like the play the play like, the play of like it. It. Like PUBG,
3: going back to it after playing Warzone or really any other modern um, BR, is like going back to try and play GoldenEye. And like, you really loved GoldenEye when you played it. And it was a great multiplayer game back then when you played it. And then like the first time you go back to play it, you're like, oh, it's going to be fucking awesome playing GoldenEye. (laughs) And then like, you get back and you're using the goddamn stupid controller from N64 (laughs) to try and aim. And it's like, you got polygonal characters and like... Like you're trying to fucking aim and it's like, it, it's just not the experience from what you remember. It doesn't discount the times that you had or what it was. at the
1: No, time but, that's, aim, it's, but it's, you're like, that's the best way to put it. It doesn't line up with your memory of it. Correct.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and I still like to go back and play PUBG every now and then because I, 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 it's the first game that I played on PC and sunk a ton of hours into. But um, Call of Duty will always done, do game, gunplay really well. It's the only other franchise that I think rivals destiny in its gunplay. So it just feels really great to shoot the revive mechanic and the buyback mechanic in a BR is super important. So you don't have to watch your team play for an additional 30 minutes and just watch while they play a hundred Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, and they did it a little bit different than the way apex legends does it, but just the ability to buy back and you know, the the gulag mechanic to be able to to win after you die and come back on your own because you defeated somebody one-on-one. There's just, like, a lot of mechanics that Warzone added. And I think it's another game that's hit the zeitgeist of, of you know, mainstream gaming. Um, and uh, there's been plenty of evenings where we've had an unreal time playing that game and, and you know, getting a W as a squad and just really enjoying ourselves. So... For that, uh, that's game number two for me. Um, Felix, what do you got for two?
0: Number two Water Lilies by Claude Monet. Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk.
4: <laughs> okay. Um, I see what you all did there.
0: I see what you did there. I will be incredibly brief because we talked about it earlier. I like the verticality of the game. I was able to, without playing the story at all and taking that into factor because I haven't played it at all. Uh, the only thing I played remotely close to a story was I romanced Judy and I had a great time fucking doing it. Oh, um, no, I can't
4: wait to romance her. Oh, I'm but, ready.
0: But, like, like <laughs> I'm going to find it with this game that I'm going to play through to create builds just like I did with Skyrim. Like I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna play it heavily with uh, nothing but melee. I'm gonna like min-maxing is something that you can do really effectively in this game, and I really want to do maximum like melee. I want to do maximum you hacking. Can, you can min-max,
1: yeah, very re- effectively, re-
0: really effectively, and I I think that's really cool. And and the verticality, man, like the parkour in this fucking game. If you <laughs> really get into it. You just end up jumping all over the place. If you can figure out how to do the the trick where you aim down and slingshot yourself with this with this weird zoom, I hope they don't they don't ever patch that because it's
1: I'll have to, I'll have to uh, <laughs>
0: you have to look look up a video on how to do it. it. It's in the video for the guy who explains how to get to this mansion, the secret V mansion. Um, he explains how to do it. Uh, once you do it, you're like, I can do this everywhere. <laughs> like I can literally cheese this game all over the place and just fly about the city it's like it's fucking cool um and i'm so i'm gonna get a lot of replay i'm gonna put a many hours into this save file and then i'm probably immediately gonna replay the game again just to like do it all differently I, you know i do want to do all three life paths so
4: yeah i'm excited i'm st- I'm still i'm still convinced that this, that cyberpunk will have legs three for years yeah yeah I'm, like I'm, like, I'm like what lock said so well. Like, like well like what i said in in concurrence
0: with trip and lock the, I think there's a game there, but it's in a, mm-hmm. an unfinished, like incomplete world. Yeah, it
1: needs, needs a lot
0: of polish. Yeah.
1: So, and look, look, I, you know, I disagree with you. Um, not in the choice of you having it as number two. In uh, your choice is Judy, Pan Am is Bay, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's your choice, man. You know, I played as a female V, so I can't officially romance Pan Am, but. In my specific ending that I got and the adventures that I had with Pan Am and the experiences we had, I can headcanon an ending where we go off into the sunset together. So that's fine for me.
0: That right there is an example of what I think is also in concurrence with you shitty. Like, why, why can't these characters be uh, right. you know, romance fluid?
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, it, romance it, yeah, fluid. it goes back to the same thing with, like, in Mass Effect, you could you could screw an alien. Like there was, right. there was right. no like you had, right. like no you, boundaries. You had, you had there were no boundaries to your romance. Yeah,
0: like you I don't, I don't understand, understand why, mom. why uh, uh, a female V can't romance Pan Am. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Why couldn't it happen? Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, and if I'm being yeah.
1: honest, and this this goes into my uh, dislike of the ending. Um, not, I'm not spoiling anything, but like the dialogue at the end was very much like it could, it sounded like we were just going to be together. And I was like, but I had a whole separate conversation with you where, like, I put my hand on your leg and you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. You know, <laughs> like, I had that moment, but now we're just, we're, we're, we're doing all this. It's something happening right. in my brain. It's in my brain. It's right. happening. Yeah. Also, uh, maybe you'll write some more dialogue, but that's.
4: Number, she, yeah. you're number, two. Oshii. number two. Number two, right? Two. Yeah. Number two. Dos. Number two is. Final Fantasy 7 remake. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That game was a blast the whole way through until an, uh Hojo's lab where I was like come on dog. What <laughs> what, are you, what you doing? What you doing? We're, we're we've been flying high this like whole time. Fight. You didn't like the Hojo's lab boss fight. No, it was like it was the moment, I mean, spoilers for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Like, you get to the moment where Genova's J- there and Sephiroth's there, oh, right? Oh, the moment. And then
1: where the story really breaks away from the original story.
4: Oh, yeah. And then, like, the game goes, the game goes, nah, dog, you got to go through Hojo's lab and fuck around in this area for another, like, four hours. And Ooh. I'm like, oh, you mean, like, I'm whole like, other- come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, and that whole other section in the lab. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, whatever doesn't matter i really love the music we talked about a lot like holy shit that that shit slaps the whole time the it's beautiful the characters look amazing the characters voice actor voice actors are amazing like they add context to the original game that like i loved watching on top of kind of breaking away from the original narrative of the game like uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to like avoid spoilers a little bit but yeah. like at the same time i'm kind of spoiling it but yeah it, i mean i think it's cool i think people know that it shifts a little bit
1: and we're not going to go into details but, but no yeah but i mean we've had many conversations about this and, and the soundtrack is like it's like three different soundtracks in one because you have the music you're used to you have the remixes of the music you're used to, and not like digital remixes. Like, we're talking about like r- full on rescores. And it's not yep. only orchestral rescores. You have areas that are like, that are, you know, guitar centric or like brass centric, like full on a true, true, true rescore. Then you have a whole third element to this which is like a fun little side questy find all the fun jukebox versions of our favorite songs some of which have the best music of the entire entry right here so like on the soundtrack alone they did so much more work than they ever had to for this game
4: on on top of the music because clearly that is a, a huge standout of the game the combat system took what kingdom hearts i didn't play never played kingdom hearts but it took what Final fantasy 15 did with the active RPG combat system and made it amazing in a way where you manage your squad and you, the materia matters like materia from the original game is back and they made it. So it matters who you attach materia to and what items, what, what like accessory and weapon that they're using. And like
1: having combat made is- a final fantasy 15, two months ago, I can tell you it feels so much better than final fantasy 15. Like in all. Oh yeah, it
4: really really does. And I'm like, even going back and watching the 15 combat is like, I see where they're going with it, but like, they're not just, they're not quite there yet because the rest of the team is useless in 15. Like, Mm -hmm. they're just set dressing at that point. You're still doing everything, and it's not fun because the way that game makes you fight is you retreat from battle, go back into battle in order to you break up the flow of combat. And what Final Fantasy VII does is. Cloud's taking a little bit too much damage. Well, guess what? You got Barrett who's a ranged character and he can chill back and you can use his attacks while uh, Cloud recovers or Tifa and the animations are beautiful. The the art is beautiful. Like you you revisit these areas in full 3D in Midgar and it's amazing to walk through it. It's oh man, like this almost yeah. was my number one for like, oh, like, a, like, a yeah,
1: no, I mean, I like, and there's, there's a wild parallel between what like resident evil two and three did for their counterparts in terms of bringing them into like a newer generation. And final fantasy seven did that. And more like you had the same experience. If you were someone that would love the original games, you had that experience and it, it did the thing that we just talked about, uh, you don't get by going back to like something like golden eye, you know, like you like, you play a game, how you remember the game. And when you boot up these remakes, especially final fantasy seven, you get the, you get what you remember, which is not what the actual game was. You get your memory of the game, which is the more magical, uh, esoteric quality to this. They somehow gave you the experience of what you remember as a kid, which is, so hard to do so hard to to deliver on because as a kid of course you like you have these areas built up and you have like you hear the dialogue in your brain there's so much that happens that takes these these games that are 2d and gives them life to you to a fan right and this game did that it the game itself did that which i don't think anyone was was expecting to happen
4: on that level no i don't think so either and on top of that The way they shift the story beats and plots. I'm very excited for what they do next, because this isn't over. Like they are making more of this because it was only what the Midgar section of the game. Like we all knew that at at launch. Like they, they said that it was. I'm really excited for what they do next and the new characters that we haven't seen yet from the original cast and like all these other things they did. And that ending, man. I don't know what to expect, like like going into this yeah i i knew what I was expecting, I was expecting the midgar section of seven mm-hmm. now i don't I don't know what they're gonna do now, yeah. and like that is more exciting to me because now we get to see an alternate version of the events, and who knows ending could have used a little work, just saying the ending you know what could have could have it, did it, it went
1: the Kingdom Hearts Land and didn't need to go that hard into there, but yeah, it, beyond that, yeah,
4: I'm talking about the <laughs> the fight, not the ending movie itself, The I was fighting. I would say both of those Bo- word. Okay, so, agreed. Ex- Agree for sure. For sure, and that's my number two. Nice. My number two
1: is the Last of Us Part Two.
4: Ooh!
1: Incredible, incredible game experience. Um, incredibly hard to top for me personally, but one game did it. We'll get to that in in four uh, more conversations. Um, I'm excited, but it's. I- yeah, no, go ahead.
3: I, I was gonna just say, what was your experience like playing them so close together? Because I think I think that's uh, a different experience from someone like myself who is going off of memory. And I played a shit ton of the game, but like, it's it's different to be able to play it in in such a fluid order, which was which was really cool. So, what was that like
1: for you? It it honestly uh, felt like like one game where in the second half of it. Of course, we're talking about part two. Um, things just got more refined; they got smoother across the entire board. It was nothing right. but but a constant ramp. Everything was better. Right. Every single thing was better. If you're a fan of the original Watchdog or not Watchdog: Jesus Christ, sorry, the original Last of Us, and you have not played two, speaking to Locke specifically, but also anyone else who's listening who's not been there, um, you will find nothing but an escalation of everything you enjoyed mm-hmm. in the first game, uh, story wise as well as gameplay. They, they iterated on all the things that, um, that I had an issue with. There were some specific hangups I had with, uh, with gameplay that I can't remember specifically now. I think we touched on this in, the, in maybe some the ro- of the episodes.
0: The rope. You had a problem with the ropes.
1: Everyone um, had a problem with the ropes. Yes, the, ugh, the ropes were very annoying. Um, there were some weird well, ladder-grabbing definitely- issues as well. It's not, but like overall, this is like one of the best video game experiences that's wholly unique to how video games are being delivered now you have an incredible story you have an incredible gameplay loop um and the second part of this just elevated that to the next level entirely um including a pretty massive paradigm shift halfway through the game that i'm excited for everyone to experience f- their first time through the game spoiler free yeah this is just it's it nothing very little as hit as hard as last of us part two hit front to back interesting yeah
4: you're gonna make me play it before they make a pc port huh
1: i mean you can keep waiting you, <laughs> you probably, probably should. should avoid it so far <laughs> you
4: probably I, I, should <laughs> i got a ps4 laying around now would you like it i have one i just oh maybe maybe
3: maybe i don't know, we'll I, don't know it. P- I don't know where the pc is gonna go in my new house so i might be playing i might be playing more on my playstation
4: <laughs> right yeah, i mean that's a great and, point uh,
3: yeah um dope um so i for my game number one i never thought i would say that this franchise would be in my top five top five let alone my oh, number one god i'm so excited and that is uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's
0: by, it's Whoa, wow. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Yeah! Wow. Yeah! Um, that echoes know. of me in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, wow.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just, list. I've just really, um, I think going in having no. No negative experiences to really go off of from previous Assassin Creed Assassin Creed franchises and have no background to the franchise at all and just look at this as a singular title and a singular game, I think probably helped it in a lot of ways. You can. It's not really connected
0: um, to anything previous.
3: But 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 you still you still grab the baggage of like mechanics from previous games you didn't like or maybe an uh, an installment mm-hmm. into the franchise that you didn't like like that carries with you one way or the other if you're not mm-hmm. like a super fan definitely of can. the franchise yeah. right um, it is it's big it's bold the color scheme is gritty and dirty just like Scandinavia would be the the uh, story and the politics are um, are immersive um, it takes place in a time frame and a setting and a mythos that I absolutely love, which is probably why I've enjoyed so much of it. Um, How many hours I think, are you in? Uh, about
4: 30, I think cool. at this point. Um, Oh, nice. Rating. That's further than I, th- I would have thought. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Rating is, um, is still so much fun to like, just land on a plot of land and, and blow my my horn and to see people freak out and just throw my like my fire arrows on a roof and catch their their you know their church on fire and to see priests you know running out of the bu- the buildings like i'm essentially just role playing viking <laughs> and, biking. That's and amazing. it feels and it feels fantastic um yeah so i you know i think um i said it before but anyone that has taken a break from Assassin's Creed or is just a fan of this time period and setting should absolutely play this game. I think um, it does a really good job of uh, balancing that like historical accuracy and that historical like tourism aspect of playing an Assassin's Creed game like they've done with Egypt and they've done um, with um, what was the one that came after um, Origins Odyssey. uh, odyssey excuse me like they did with odyssey ancient greece um right and they 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 balance that with you know um with it being mythical and it being a video game to to being grounded and real um and not to mention that like england's dark ages and the political aspect of like dark ages england is just fascinating um to me and to see it brought to life in a video game um is is really cool and um it's also cool to see them exceed my expectations because i i have a really low bar and poor um poor feeling to any ubisoft title so to see them actually like elevate that for me personally is really really cool um so for that um valhalla was was my uh my game of the year
1: can i ask you a question please this may not be your cup of tea with the game specifically. um, But I was watching a stream one day and I saw that one of the characters in the modern day segments, which were always like some of my favorite parts of Assassin's Creed uh, was the, the uh, Sean, I think his name is a British guy. Um, How do they handle like the story gaps with that? Is it, was it engaging? Did you not care? No, No, it wasn't.
3: So that was probably the, um, well, I also struggle because I don't know anything. <laughs> so that also doesn't really yeah. help. Um but it always seemed very jarring. And maybe that's the point of it. Maybe sure. breaking yeah. the animus is supposed to be jarring and disorienting, but it never felt like the right moment or the right time um to then cut back out of that. Because I just wanted to be like I don't I personally
0: don't care.
3: You
1: wanted to be back in about- the breaking shit. Yeah. Is Layla yeah,
0: that's what's Is Layla Hassan in in that? Is she a still character?
3: I don't know. I don't think I've crossed paths. It, it's possible
0: she's only in Odyssey. It's possible. Um she's who she who she is who is going into the animus every single time in Odyssey to play as Oh. Yeah, to whatever as that person.
3: It's not it's not it's not ringing a bell, so yeah. maybe maybe not. Um but
0: yeah, so it, I mean Is it Sean um, for this one? Is it Sean? Is he your main guy? Uh, well, yeah, it's
3: the, yeah, he's I mean, the British, he's the British dude, Sean. I, I'm, yeah, I'm forgetting his name. Sean,
0: Sh- Sean is played by a notable like voice actor, and he's been, that character's been in the series for a long time. So,
3: got it. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up to confirm. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, the cutscenes are fantastic. It feels like you're watching a TV show. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of bugs and wonky things that you would expect from an Ubisoft title. An Assassin's Creed title, um, but I think it kind of works. I think the, the, the some of those um, color palette choices and some of the the um, choices that they made, I think, just work for the setting that they have mm-hmm. in Scandinavia and and the and the time period. So, um, yeah, I'm fiori. super happy with my time. Yeah, I'm super happy with my time. I can't wait to to play more with it. Um, can't wait to bump up some of the settings now and to see how much prettier I can make it look. Um, which will be really cool. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Play the game. Nice. Felix. What do you got for your game of the year?
0: My game of the year is the last of us two, baby. Nice. I don't have to elaborate much. Is. We did the whole spoiler episode. Check that out. It's out there. You can go back, uh, rewind down our, pl- uh, our list of episodes. If you haven't um, listened to it, check out our uh, Last of Us 2 spoilers. It was a good talk. If you've played the game, obviously, you do not want to spoil the end of that game or like the midpoint that uh, Trip was talking about earlier. Um, but, but it's what they did with that midpoint that um, elevated gaming in general. Like, the, you know, like original 2013 Last of Us was the best piece of media that I experienced across the board in 2013.
1: Yeah, that's like a fair way to
0: put it. It is, it is the best story that I saw, TV, movie, whatever. And obviously, I didn't watch everything in 2013. But that, that was the best experience because it was interactive. You know what I mean? You get yeah, to experience I the emotion. So they redid all that. And then one up themselves by challenging the Mm -hmm. player even further uh, in Mm -hmm. their own. uh, And and this is hard to to describe, Locke, without uh, spoiling it. So I'll do my best. But like they challenge the the viewer to, or the player of the game, to question themselves halfway through the game. Uh, and I don't need to go into details to explain what that means, but Im- imagine playing a game where you're interacting and all the decisions you made, basically you have to now rethink them. Like, Interesting. It, Okay. It, what did I do? You know, like, like right, 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 like, right. Was that a good thing that I did? And, and they went even f- further to like, I don't know, man, you just have to experience it to, to
1: know what I'm talking can I, about. Can I say one thing that's, that's uh, spoiler free. Yeah. Good. Please. Hands down, the most well done, well written, well performed, well displayed sex scenes in any video game. Yeah, that's true. A thousand what? Per- thousand percent. No, in Last of Us. Yeah, I thought two. Was- the, yeah, the the one that just came out. Yes, bro, I am cringing through every scene in Cyberpunk. It's like I hate sitting through. A cyberpunk sex scene. Oh. I hate it. It's like awkward as fuck. Blaspheme. Last of the part two, I don't I know if like, I agree with that. I was like, this makes a lot of sense. This I'm here good. for this. This was good. I'm I'm
0: there for it. Yeah, I was in
1: it. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> Nia, we'll <laughs> talk good. when Locke is not on Let's the call. I don't want it I don't want to either. I'm curious because maybe I'm forgetting something, but like I, everything I remember is like, this is the best I've ever seen this done.
0: It
4: was but controversial, it, man, what you're talking about. It was very controversial yeah. Versal. virtual
0: so anyway, I, I the reason my reasoning is that it elevated gaming beyond gaming like it, it was nice. it, was, it, yeah. it, it yeah. wasn't just a game large, you know? whereas, large whereas whereas yeah. the criticism very strongly of cyberpunk, which is valid for most people is that it just mm-hmm. became a, it's game, a game yeah, right it didn't elevate anything like it's claimed yeah. it was didn't going to do anything. To. Yeah. And this is a game that actually I... elevated gaming to an art or like something right. know, equivalent to art. You know, going back to my I am, uh... analogy, the the running analogy of it of of paintings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There's no Monet here. This is representational shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I it was already offered as well, but lock, like, depending on what my content uh Menu looks like I might have a PS4 Pro that's sitting on my floor for for Whoa. a couple of months. So,
4: so,
1: not permanent. It'd be, it'd be like a loaner situation. Of course, of course. Uh, it anyway, just loaner. a loner for a few wasn't weeks. glacier white, I would say have it. But it was a glacier white, and I like. I really like this one, <laughs> so I gotta keep it. But I could I be hear. like, play the game, play the game. You know.
3: Yeah, it would. That would definitely sway me more than playing it on my launch PS4 that I have. Yeah. That
1: would would
3: play it, but it would probably play it. Miserable.
4: Yeah. Hey, I um, played it on a launch PS4. I played it on a launch PS4. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I can play it on PS5 right. now. I am
3: <laughs> I am very interested in both of your game of the year because I don't know what either of you are going to say. So mm-hmm. uh Neo Ayoshi what is your game of the year?
4: Are you ready? Because it is Half-Life Alex. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That game is good. That took, your, it's, yeah, that took your of the year. Of the year. Because, for many reasons. Yeesh, okay. It is a game. It is an wow. experience. Because I played a, a few VR games before. And I, ju- I got the VR headset. Specifically because this game was coming. Um, and Beat Saber. A fantastic experience on VR. But. My god. Half-Life Alex Is like. The moment in Half-Life 2, I, I, I don't know if you guys did this when the orange box came out, when you realized the Gravity Gun could pick up everything, and you were like, whoa, this game is letting me mess with objects in the world like I've never done before. Because the physics engine was there, the game progression and story was there. Now, expand that on a level where I am now in the world of Half-Life. My hands can pull things to me. I aim the guns physically i am in the world immersively and the game looks gorgeous because i'm literally surrounded by it and everything about the experience was just amazing like i'm i'm playing a half-life game but i'm doing it as, as the, the as character the, as the character mm-hmm. i'm not i am i'm not, Alex. Well, <laughs> look yes. here's the thing i, I am Man, an alex. alex exactly 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 but here's the thing like there's a disconnection when you're using an input device like a keyboard a mouse or a controller right the input device was yeah they were the the touch controllers that they use for these for the vr headset but my my input is one-to-one with what's happening in on in the game like it is i wasn't kidding when we talked about this back in march trip like like, you have a VR headset. You mm-hmm. need to play this and experience what it what it I feels like.
1: My space right there, now do conducive to, like, a VR setup, but... I, 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 I still
3: out. recommend I, it. I am so... First of all, I would have never... I would have lost all of my money if I had to try and guess your game of the year. So, kudos <laughs> to you. I know. <laughs> Secondly, I am very impressed at a VR game has made it it's to the a best, game of the yeah,
1: same right cuz like usually there's it, it's, it's almost it's like
3: to what right and to 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 kind of um before you continue just to to kind of um make a note that like i think maybe um the what what i'm hearing from your experience is like this is a really this is the first step into showing what vr can become in the future for a game. Mm-hmm. like there's not really a lot of great examples like beat saber is like a fun arcadey thing to do but like that's like playing ddr VR, mean, yeah. right it's not gonna it's not gonna propel yeah. vr into like into further into gaming like this type of experience you're describing is what is the future of vr for games
4: uh, uh yep a hundred percent and they they solved a lot of issues with very various other first person games that i played in vr like pavlov and um arizona sunshine the Walking Dead game like these are all uh, first person games but they solved a lot of the issues that those games still had like I it's hard to explain like just the the, the gravity g- gloves alone make a lot of the the annoyance of the game like gone like you you it becomes a tool that you're using and you're enjoying t- to use um let me just just quickly briefly describe an experience of why this game did what it did. did. There we're are already
1: you don't want to know what time we're on, so just live I, in it.
4: I know, live in it. There is this happens once the game, year. the game, the once game escalates year. and and de escalates itself in in the perfect like single player campaign ways. Right? There are moments of high tension. There are there are moments of lows where you're just taking in the environment. Music's great too, obviously. Like that's a huge part of it. But there is one moment of the game. It's called the chapter. I think is called like Jeffrey or something, and. There is a monster that you can't kill, but and he can't see you, but he can hear you, and you're in a vodka bottle factory. So when you when you bump into things and you knock bottles over, that alerts him. And there are moments where there's I'll never forget this moment in the game because there's a moment when you are. You 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 have a tool that connects wires behind walls and you you run your arm through it, right? And you're connecting these wires. And you do this through a process because you need to take the elevator out of this room. But Jeffrey's in this in this area and he's fucking with you because he's he's hunting you down. And there's a moment where you go, Fuck yes, I locked him in the freezer. I and I can get the elevator, like I connected the wires to the elevator. And then the person on your comms in your headpiece goes, Oh shoot, Alex. Um, the switch to turn the power on is in the freezer where you locked Jeffrey in. And then I'm you there. go, fuck. And you it's this whole like cat and mouse stealth section of the did game. This, did this
1: hit differently for you? Because you the person was like, Alex. Listen to me. You <laughs> yes, back I, to I that joke.
4: That is my name. But yeah, they say they say Alex a lot in that game, obviously, because your character is. But I guess so. It it was immersive. I mean, you, your character does speak, unlike uh, Gordon, Gordon Freeman, who is a George voiceless George character. He's silent, yes. He's an, and people just talk at Gordon Freeman. But no, Alex is a character that talks and has a voice and a personality with whoever she's talking to in the game. So it's a different experience than like half the other Half-Life games. But man, that moment in that game where you go... Finally, like my my heart can r- stop racing now because I locked the monster in the closet in the freezer. But then the guy on the on the the phone goes, "Actually, you got to get back in that room because there's switches in that room." And it's just it's an amazing game. It like honestly like the whole way through, you're surrounded by visual majesty because of the headset like and you're just immersed in this this world the first thing you can do in the game is pick up a marker and draw on a whiteboard like they, they they put you in an area where you just get you can just play with things in the room like and walk around and just really get a feel for the physics and how you interact with it like i can't wait to like forget about the game so i can play it again
1: it's great to hear that you that you mentioned that stuff because like i've seen the trailers for half-life alex and it looks really immersive and engaging and definitely like the most uh interactive vr experience you could possibly have but at the same time i'm like okay so now i just have more things to touch right like i'm still in the vr dome that i get but the fact that you're telling me you you experience all that but also like the way it's talking to you as a character in this, like it's, it's
4: making me feel better about the immersion immersing myself. Chapter to chapter, the game makes you think about what you're doing in VR differently. Every time, like it's, it's never, it's never just, okay, I'm in this next building and I'm in a gunfight. Okay. I'm in this next building, solve the puzzle next building. It's like literally going, okay, now you're in a section where this monster's chasing you and you're in a vodka factory and it, and it, and it is a vodka bottle factory and you, you throw bottles to distract him and you're picking up objects in the world and you're, you're exploring and discovering things. And like the game, the game never make, you're never getting complacent in the game about the loop that you're going through. It's never just shoot story, shoot story, puzzle. Maybe like the game is constantly changing what you're doing all that's the time. Crazy. The whole way through. I the thought it would through. be what you described, I thought that's what it would be. It's and it's not. And like by the when you reach that final chapter, there is a moment I don't know if, if any of you have played Half-Life Two uh Half-Life Two at all, one of the chapters or one of the uh episodes, like there's a moment where shit goes off the rails in Half-Life 2, and there is a there is a very much hype moment just like that. In this game, and it is just as fucking baller and and just as awesome. Um, by the end of the game, and the ending is fantastic. And I really hope they do make more Half Life games because it's not Half Life three, but it's it's definitely a good Half Life. Wild. Um, that's fucking done. Yeah, that's dope. It's worth I love, it's I love, worth I love trying. It. It. Game of the Year. I feel like this whole
1: Game of the Year episode but, is the best we've had. Like, there's already been so many surprises and experiences and just, just great great conversations about gaming it's good so, uh so trip the number what one for it? me the personally i can't wait me, to hear this my personal one is final fantasy 7 remake part Woo! one I, yeah. I had i had a feeling yeah, yeah. i had yeah. a feeling you would have made money on me lost money on neo yeah,
0: I would have bro- broke even tonight. I would have <laughs> made it, man, You would have made some scratch on me, though. That was pretty easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like true. I don't know, man. I just i that game, and I really, I really try to be hypercritical of myself as someone who does a podcast, someone who. Uh, who streams, someone who is a voice in this community for whatever, whatever amount of audience we have, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to be critical about the stuff that I consume, right? So especially for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was like, I can't just be a fanboy. Right. I truly look at this like a new release, a new video game. Uh, I can use the lens of someone who played the originals, sure, but I can't let that grow too much right like i have to limit this somehow and no matter how i look at this it's my personal game of the year it truly is um they did so much for the players of the original games they set up so much for the future they had such a depth to the battle system and the battle system depth is not even like like a um I'm trying to say here. It's not even like a thing where it's like, Oh, I, I understand more. If I played originally, the battle them is literally like you can play to a depth you're comfortable with. If you're a casual gamer, all you have to do is get better swords for cloud and you'll survive. If you're someone who played the original or someone who is uh, still brand new, but curious about what materia is, you can increase the, the depth and experience of your battle to a level. You didn't know was possible. But it doesn't affect your your experience or your difficulty. Like you'll still be challenged either way, and no matter what way I I came at this, because I was trying to challenge myself when I was like, "Am I going to make this my number one? Really? Like really? Is this really going to be the one that I'm going to say is the number one?" Every every angle I try to challenge myself at, I I kept coming back. No, this is this is the one. This is the thing that's the best of the year for you, because because from every perspective, it really hit it. Uh, we've already talked about soundtrack Neo from the last round. Oh. The soundtrack was incredible. It just it it hit on multiple levels. At least three discrete ones. You know, like they just did they did work they didn't have to do for true. the soundtrack. Yeah, that's was insane to me. They deviated from the story which no one was expecting them to do. Again, they didn't have to do. They could have just told the same story In multiple chunks and everyone would have still probably loved it. But this. uh, What they did did was so smart because they didn't really stir the pot too much. Because everything they did and the things they chose could easily be like dismissed. Right. Or just knocked down to like not that important. But it's also at the same time enough to throw your entire expectation of the sequel up in the air. It just I from every angle of this game, I I don't know if any game has hit a similar experience from someone who has played an original. Now, if you're new to the entire franchise, I don't think you're gonna have as deep of a connection to this game, which is completely understandable. And it would probably hits more like a Kingdom Hearts action RPG kind of video game. But even from that perspective, you're gonna find a game with a really in-depth battle system with multiple different depth levels. You're gonna find great voice acting, a, a really solid story, and incredible music and a, a a great hook for a sequel. So I just to me, it's it's the game of the year. It's 2020. Thousand percent.
4: Dude, I'll I'll never forget watching the heiress voice actress play her or like run into her character while playing I her remember, for the first was, time. Uh, yeah,
3: I remember seeing that on Twitter. It was pretty cool.
4: Oh man. I mean and it, like it, and like it, oh. Thank God!
3: It, thank I was gonna just say thank God it came out and was like a critical success because I mean, like, like honestly miracle like, bloody thank, miracle thank God thank God it and even
1: can out, imagine if that came out and then Cyberpunk came out and we we're like well I guess this is, this is the end of video games this is right. real yeah For real um because I would argue that like there was a very similar weight on the 7 oh, remake yeah it's it's it would the the category was slightly different in terms of like how the weight was placed on there but like the amount of weight was pretty much the same in terms of like what this means for the future mm-hmm.
4: there were expectations going into Final Fantasy a remake of a game a beloved game yeah. from years ago yeah for sure who and, a- and and if I look through that lens too
1: it there's not one single section of disappointment mm which is the craziest thing, because yeah. there are things that suck about the game, for sure. Um, let me think of a thing that sucks. Um,
4: uh, the ending. No, <laughs> the not ending. part of the ending. Parts, parts part, of the ending kind of, the, of, of suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. The,
1: uh, what was I going to say? Um,
4: extending, uh, artificially extending areas to the point where they didn't need to. I don't Do not mean think like where you're like stuck somewhere looping
1: back for, for quests and stuff?
4: No, those those actually didn't bother me because they. It's not like they threw tons of question marks out there for you to do. They were like actual storyline called gigs. Side quests. <laughs> gigs, sure. Stop it. No, Stop I, it. I'm,
1: Honestly, honestly, Dude, it really comes down. Gigs doesn't mean I'm going to someone's apartment and shooting everyone up and looting the same loot box at the end. It's a gig. Stop
4: it. No, I'm talking about like extending like uh, like Hoja like Hoja's lab. I go back to a lot because oh, okay, at that point. Okay at yeah. that point in the game like you're at the climax of the game why are we st- why are we still padding it with more things to do yeah okay why, why, so, so you know what i mean like right that and that kind and of we're going
1: to get into spoiler territory so like fast forward 5 minutes maybe if you're someone listening and has never played uh ff7 from 1997 but yeah in the original game you you get you get to hojo's lab and you uh you, discover you fight genova yeah you fight this thing this alien, and you discover a new character, Red Thirteen, uh, a genetically modified dog, and you try to escape. All these things happen in the same moment, right? In the remake, these things do happen, but they take you to a new area that has never been part of the original game, where you now have to like uh, do more of the escaping the laboratory section. But the problem that was uh, that was annoying was they split your party up forcefully, and you you couldn't have your same characters do all of the same things. And, uh, the biggest issue was that you had to remap all of your spells and abilities and skills and your materia between these swapping sections. And they were forced swap sections. So you couldn't say, I just want to run this team through the whole thing and deal with it that way. Every single 10, 15 minutes, the game said, cool. Cool. You play as these the other people. Either play with them with nothing, or spend five minutes now re-equipping all of the spells that you have onto them. That was a
4: little bit yeah, I hated for it for sure. Yeah, um, and then the final boss fight, which unnecessary. Um, oh, the Kingdom Hearts boss fight. <laughs> yeah, like completely unnecessary. Like we don't know the gravity of that character yet in the original story. right Right. like the gravity of that 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 character carries not even introduced yet um literally not even a thought yet but the game makes it a thought for you starting at the beginning because they they add new scenes and stuff to it which is fine kind of cool at first but then they like go okay but now this guy's the boss of the game why he's going to be the boss of part four Right. Like he's going to be, he's going to be the boss of the end of the end of this, the remake trail, like trilogy, whatever they're doing. Right. From uh,
1: From a perspective, you don't learn, you don't learn the importance of Sephiroth until after what would have happened in FF seven remake part one, because after our events, our team is going to walk to a town next to Midgard called calm and get a hotel room. And they're going to be like, why do we just fucking do all that shit? And then comes the exposition. Like, that's what happens in the original. Right. Game. All that story comes out at that point. But in this game, we have an entire final, like final, final, final battle, which is Sephiroth. And we're like, w-. why as, is he It's like nostalgia fans are like, this is sick. But if you're someone who's new is like, why the fuck do I give a shit about this long haired, wh- long, long
4: the, white-haired the- guy? Yeah, yeah. You you would be like, who the fuck is this dude? Right. Like he's just he's just showing up in my my in clouds Mind memories, and care. dreams, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, so that's a little, that's little the problem right. with the with the storytelling. But but they're telling a different story because of the way they they played it out, right? Yeah. Like, and if a I new were experience to, so and if
1: I were to play a video game, blank, I think it'd be fun as hell to play. So I think that's why it still holds up from my multiple cross examinations of my own uh my own self, my own jaded self, my own uh very what am I trying to say? Like shrewd. No, no, no. You're I'm adult.
4: Looking for you lost that bias, childlike one day. Biased, bias, yeah. I'm, yeah. Trying,
1: I'm trying to not you're be biased. biased and like all those lenses still gave it the number one. So that's, that's my That's dope. All right. Good, I think good that's the show. That's the show, year. guys. I think we did it. That's that's a that it. is definitely a show. show. But I think it was one of the best game of the years. So everyone's had so many surprises, like multiple surprises from all of you guys from listening mm-hmm. to
4: this. I agree. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I agree. And this this time I didn't leave out an important game like Horizon, like I did before. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I definitely did that on one of our game of the year talks. <laughs> I
0: feel like, yeah, I feel like that you just forgot for about sure. the
4: Horizon. Yeah, I think that year that we did that that game came out. It I got like an app somebody, now. That somebody else that.
3: like somebody else like mentioned it, and you were like. Oh, Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That game. Oh, my God. Yeah. That That
1: definitely Uh, happened. Yeah. Uh, Um, For for the record, Tony Hawk was my number six. Oh. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Cyberpunk was the number seven. If we had to be. I Mm -hmm. will tell
0: you one thing, Trip Zero. Yeah. You clearly did not meet Skippy in fucking Cyberpunk.
1: How was that? I'm going to ask this question off the off the stream. Yeah, yeah. it off the stream. I'm going to sign off. We're, we're, uh, done. Yeah, we're, we're done. we're wrapping it up.
3: <laughs> this is lock and key. Um, I will not be on the next two weeks of episodes. Um, I am uh moving next week. Um. Good and luck, I'm going to give myself a. I'm going to give myself a break after that. Uh, after that move, um, so I'll catch you guys in in a few more episodes. But uh, thank you everybody for listening. Please, like Trip mentioned, uh, subscribe on YouTube. We're super super close to getting that unique URL, so please uh, drop us a, a subscription there. Um, and any other reviews you'd like to leave on any of the content that we're making. Um, to find me, you could find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Thanks for listening, Felix
0: yeah this is felix hergood you catch me on twitter at felix hergood i'm hoping to get back to streaming in 2021 i think about it every single day so uh maybe that'll happen who knows what i'll be playing at that point fuck it
4: great point neo yep all right um this is neo Yoshi. neo underscore yoshi on twitter Twitch.tv slash neo Ayoshi. i too am taking a break from streaming um New job is taking up like all my time, but. um, I will return when I have a solid schedule I get a handle on things. I'll be back with some some streams. I'll be back. Trip.
1: Uh, This is trip zero. You guys can find me on all of my socials, including Twitch at um, uh, Trip Zero TV, all spelled out. Um, and I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays on trip zero TV on Twitch. And, uh, obviously Wednesdays I'm here doing the podcast. Uh, currently we're doing Skyrim special edition, uh, modded to absolute shit. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of destiny to expect as well. And, uh, we're going to be probably doing that into the foreseeable future because the only thing that I'm excited about for 2021 is, uh, uh, Kino Kina. I forgot the name of this, but this game looks actually sick. Um but that's the only thing that I got on my immediate
4: radar. And I literally have no idea what's coming out in 2021. Kina Bridges We, we should do started. a show
0: and talk about that next week.
4: Yeah. We'll here, do like all that. that. That's, that's, an, a, that's a great fun. idea. That's a fun um, idea.
1: Skyrim Fun for like the immersion and 3D experience. And then uh, Destiny 2 for the persistent world grind. So hang out.
3: Nice. Thanks everybody for listening. Cool. Thanks a lot. See ya. And he's like, Weckerley, well, Wecker- 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 something Wecker- like that. And, he, and I was, and I was like, Wecker- and he's like, all right, I'll give it to you in a cup. But like, are you going to like, where are you at? And I was like, oh, I got to drive back to Delaware County. And he's like, oh, there's no way you're going to make it back to Delaware County before this is just like soup.
1: Weckerleys. Yes. Thank you and, you.
3: and I drove from. What is that? Gerard. I drove from Gerard. All the way up 95 through the Blue Route to Drexel Hill, and my ice cream was still ice cream. Okay. So I would say, order your motherfucking ice cream or do yeah. whatever you want. I'll do, I'll do it. it. Okay, all right, relax,
1: relax, Marley. It's first of all, it is it is a Weckerly's, not Recordley's either. So we're both over <laughs> two on the names of this ice cream shop. Okay, so
3: let's,
1: So let's just uh, relax a little bit.